Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Game Chat, episode 241, if it serves me correctly. Yeah. Uh, I'm your host Chris, as always joined by my co-host Sean. Hey, what's uh, what's going on everyone in the post-Super Bowl world? And still provisional host, but you know, provisional. More, you, yeah. that card is filling out faster. John. Aww. Oh, it's kind of like he's got one of those punch cards like to a sub shop and he's like at number five <laughs> I get a free one now. in yeah. 10 more episodes I'm going to get a free one yeah nice <laughs> we'll let you pick the topic so <clears throat> I have a message for the two of you oh okay uh, y'all heard of EB Games yes went into the EB Games uh-huh. over the weekend Ricky says hello he okay. says he understands why you don't buy things from EB anymore, but he would like a visit every once in a once in, once in Does a while. Does he listen to the show? I so, don't. Um, I don't think he knows that much about then it. I'm not going to respond. I don't go to the stores <laughs> yeah. where the stock yeah. is lower than $5. Sorry. Uh, I just, I'm trying get to those numbers up, Ricky. I was just kidding. He listens every every week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of the last video game that I bought and where did I buy it? Yeah. And I think it was, it was at Walmart. His, no. Oh, I think. Talk about him. I Where'd you buy DBZ? I want to say GameStop. Okay. Right down from from EV Games. That's Jeez. funny. Oof. Oof. Yeah, well, um, if he does listen, shout out to Ricky. He's a cool dude. And yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah, we need to make it happen. Which one's Ricky? Uh, we, uh, the it, short guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. The manager there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who walks I remember, everywhere. Well, I mean, like, I associate like two people that started like him and that tall guy that's got glasses. David. David. Yeah. But David works at... The GameStop now and he has a twin, so which completely yeah. blows my mind. What, what happened to the woman that was running the GameStop up at uh, the, the mall? other one? I mean, no, I no, no just, the other one. I think he just answered that. Did she leave? I guess, or is she just not there? No. Oh, oh, you mean like the one who would like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the one that like, like hooked us up with. Like, yeah, in like I, I can't oh, remember. She's her name. at the mall now. Is she not, really? not no, that no, no. one. No, no, no. <laughs> greatest one, intro uh, ever. She's uh, she's got she had or she has blonde hair. Yeah, and she at the GameStop. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know where she uh, right. she is. We don't either. According to the one dude, Camelot, uh, he's, she probably got forced out, just like all the other managers. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris, this is where you say, hey, Oh, guys. yeah, by the way, <laughs> if you don't want to hear us talk about GameStop or the Super Bowl or who knows what else, uh, I suggest you check the uh, notes of the show because you'll find when the topic actually begins and you can just look at the title of the episode and you'll know what the topic is. And you can skip to that point. And if you don't care about the topic either, you can just keep skipping until you hear news. But why, but why would you do that? Yeah, why would you? Well, why would you? I mean, because I, mean, I don't mean that. The, I said that was bad because it made it seem like I was, yeah. the news sucks. And that's not the case at all. The news is awesome. It's terrible. It? But it's more about you would Doesn't miss have this amazing. Vernacular. Yeah, you would miss this amazing intro yeah. plus a topic plus a Richard. Mm. That is true. And then you're into the news. Like you miss so news. much. Oh, <laughs> sorry. And you never, you never know what size Richard you're going to get from. That is week. true. That is true. Right. This is true. It's like a Richard loot box. <laughs> um, Ooh, oh. So there was a little football game this weekend. That was a good joke, Sean. And I want you to admit it right here. I don't know if I can do that, but uh, <laughs> check, with, check, with, check with your agent. Uh, John, there was a football game this weekend. I just want to offer my thoughts and prayers. Thank you, man. Thoughts and prayers. Just call a time. I tried. I tried to give you a. Just call a time. I, I at least tried to give you some fun, cheer up, like joke stuff. I didn't want to hammer I, you home, like be like, "Look at your team." I just, do. Yeah. I do have a football question. 
Sure. <clears throat> and I don't question the Just call. Just call a timeout. No, I, I don't question the call. <laughs> I'm sure that it, it is legitimately considered a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. But I don't understand how the guy, um, it was the second to last touchdown, how he when did. When they went ahead. You're talking about the running back for the Chiefs? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what went ahead means. Okay. So when you when go they, when, you're when behind, they took the lead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. I th- I wasn't sure if you were using some sort of coach technical jargon. This is what yeah. we deal with, people. <clears throat> oh, he's got headphones. So, hey, John. So <laughs> his feet never go into the end zone. All matters is that the, the ball breaks the plane. The ball never hits the ground in the end zone. Correct. He just waves it through the end zone. Correct. And I have to ask, if you were running across the field at a diagonal, and you wave the football into the end zone, did you score? Yes. As long as... So, is there a really... Is there a good reason why? Because that seemed like the dumbest touchdown I've ever seen in my life. The rule is that it is the ball has to... That white line at the very front, right? The goal line. It has to at least break that plane. Doesn't the it have to go all the way? Yeah, the part. front of the plane. So a body part doesn't have to be in it. No. Just nor does a football have to touch the ground. Correct. No. It would be like what if, is the if, rationale? Because imagine be, you were football. Imagine you aren't going out of bounds, right? You're running up the middle, and I stop you at that one yard line. But before your knee goes down, you stretch out your arms and you break that plane. That is a touchdown. That, that, didn't, that didn't explain why it's the good. Why is that a good? Well, let me ask you this: you're, you're, You've made it seem like the ball has to hit the ground in the end zone for it to be a touchdown. Correct. Well, what happens when a pass is thrown to a guy in the end zone? He catches it. That ball never hits the ground, but exactly. he's in the end zone. But it's his a touchdown. feet are in. His body is in is in the end. But zone. you've you've now gone past the the front <clears throat> tip of the goal line, which matters. And also keep in mind the goal line. We see it as a box right there at the end zone. Mm. It goes both ways. Like it it goes this way. I'm going to the left. It goes this way to the right infinitely. Let me put it this way. Yeah. If I'm running if I'm running downfield and I'm close to the sideline and I wave my football out of bounds, am I am I out of bounds? No, because you haven't touched your foot out of bounds. Yeah, it works exactly. But my at the foot same doesn't time, touch the end zone. I, I don't question that it's the rule, and I get it. I'm just mm. questioning why it's a good one. The because the ball, the ball, the ball is what matters. Is what matters, and it didn't touch the yeah. What it, matters, I agree with you that the no, ball it matters. passes yeah. the imaginary in that that You're barrier. thinking of it as two dimensional, like and right? it's not. just a game. It's a three dimensional thing. It is a line that is going up from the ground all the way to you know the sky to the universe that way, and, and it's going left or right. The moment, and but it's it the doesn't same way. go left to right. If the if the if if you wave a football out of bounds, but your feet are still in bounds, that should be out of bounds by that logic. No, because your if feet. If it's simply a three dimensional space, but you see those people, they have when they're what do you crossing mean by people? when they're crossing the plane, their feet are in bounds. If your foot touches out of bounds before that ball breaks the plane, you're out of you do not plays get over. Yeah, play's done. Yeah, but so if you same if, if your you're knee goes down, you're running downfield and you wave the ball out of bounds. You mm-hmm. out of bounds. No, no, because you are still going. It's a a three-dimensional space. Only the goal line. Only the goal line. Only the goal line matters in that. But, like, for instance, on the other hand, if you were holding it out here, right, and the first down is in front of you, and you get tackled, and then you step out of bounds because you didn't put it forward, you would not get the first down versus if you fall forward and put it You guys are explaining it to me Mm -hmm. in different ways every time. What I'm asking is... No, we're not. No, we're not. You're using (laughs) different examples to explain the same thing. What I'm asking is, why is it a good rule? It's a good rule because... it works. Because... it's football. In the end, it... uh, We'll just leave it at that. I would say it's a good rule because 
it in the end establishes the idea that when it comes to forward progression of the it matters where the ball is not where someone's foot is right and that matters for everything like for instance if if i were to get hit as i'm falling out of bounds but both my feet were in bounds when i got hit and the ball happens to deflect back in and bounds and it hits the the playing field it's still a live ball or if someone catches it before it hits the ground it's a live ball but on the other hand if i stepped out and then someone hit me and the ball went back towards the playing field and then i caught it right then it wouldn't be a turnover i would have been ruled out of bounds the the big thing to just understand is that going out of bounds and the possession of where the ball is are two different concepts, I guess. That, that, I, maybe I, that's the better way. To I apologize. I feel like I let you down. Yeah. I don't think I quite understand why you're asking this question. Yeah. And and my response was very meatheadish uh, because it's football and that's the rule. No, no. When we're looking I, at replays, we're always looking at where his foot was, where his knee was. Did he touch down? Because it's circumstantial. And, and, it matters based on the situation that just occurred. Yeah, on the field. there are a million different situations that could be occurring. Yeah, no. But I guess what I'm saying is, if you if you run towards the end zone, if if you're if if you're on the one yard line and you push forward to the end zone and you stick your arm out. And the ball's in the end zone, but you get sacked backwards three yards. Correct. I guarantee you the referee's not going to call that a no, touchdown. You're no, you're wrong. Would. That's a touchdown. Yeah, it's a when touchdown. That, the, the nose of the football breaks that plane at all. Touchdown. Yes. Okay. And a lot of times you'll see they don't call a touchdown and then they get flagged for review. Yeah. It okay. goes up there and say they okay. broke the plane. Got it. Yeah. All right. Um, so what did you think about San Francisco well, 49ers you, losing to the Super Bowl? I'm glad you watched your first football game ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But uh, it, it was... I don't know. And you can never talk about his mic etiquette okay. ever. I know, right? No, listen. I'm so bad. <laughs> listen, to suggest that there's not hinky, hinky rules about football and, and that everybody Every completely understands it. a hinky call, because they almost, I mean, they reviewed it for a reason. It was a touchdown. I, yeah, I know, but they reviewed it for a reason. See, so I didn't think it was a touchdown. About, I just didn't no, think they had evidence. The reason they, they review all scoring plays now. Yes. Every play is reviewed to make sure it meets every parameter that it needs to meet. It's just some get cleared very quickly. And the jargon they use after the replays matters. Yes. Like when they say the word stands, that just means that whatever they called looks good. Yeah, there could be dispute, but they don't have enough to yeah. say. Yeah, it's which is exactly what they said. Yeah. Correct. And it, that's why I was like, I hate the fact that it's always just the first call because I think the default thing is to always give them the touchdown. And they're like, oh, well, if it's overturnable we'll just get it in the review and i'm like well you just gave up potentially seven points <laughs> right know? i don't know what the perfect answer yeah. is to that but i don't think it's it's that personally but i don't know um yeah i felt bad for you but it was a really good game it was and, a good uh, game and and i think i mentioned somewhere to where like if a guy like andy reed ends up winning exactly I mean, if you're from Philly, you probably don't like Andy, Andy Reid. Andy Reid would go but, on to win the next 10. He was probably one of the <laughs> coolest coaches that has ever won. He's just like, yeah, yeah. And he's like pumping his fists and he's just. Players love him. But he, he he's Andy Reid. He very show, he very rarely shows that kind of emotion. Mm. It just, you could, you could tell the guy lifted a lot of weight off of his shoulders, you know, from that never winning and. You know, he, he was. He said he wanted to go eat a cheeseburger afterwards. That's about the equivalent of a ham I mean, sandwich. sandwich. How do you not like that, right? Um, I hated. I hated that. Now I've been alive. Uh, I'm old enough. There was a point in time where the two football teams I follow, like, and, and I know there was a blip where I kind of fell off San Francisco for my own personal reasons or whatever. But 
So Alabama at one point for college football, if they made it to a championship game in my lifetime, they win. Like hands down, right? Mm-hmm. Now they've lost two national championship games. <laughs> Devastating. There was a point where San Francisco undefeated in Super Bowls. The last two appearances in a Super Bowl, they've lost. And that's such a weird feeling for me. Would you would you like worse. to trade? Could, could uh, be the Buffalo Bills. Right. And I was going to say, it could be worse. Would you like to be on my team's spectrum? Because <laughs> well, there's team, a lot more worse hardships. Would uh, you like to be on the Jets' spectrum? <laughs> we're worse than them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? But, I mean, that game was it was great. And it's crazy how big games. You hear a lot of coaches say they usually come down to either a few plays or a few calls. And that game, to me, stood out because of the 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 – the Kyle Shanahan situation again, obviously he's getting a lot of flag for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he possibly should have called a timeout. And I joked about that at the intro right there at the end of the first half to maybe um, do some, do some things. It, it just, that's kind of the, the things that coaches normally do in that situation. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the pass interference, interference call on Kittle, which I'm like, well, the big one to uh, me, that yeah, weird. that one hurt. That was a strange, um, that hurt. I'm 50-50 on the timeout one, right? Because I'm on one day, I'm like, I get it. He's like, we get ball at half, and he's thinking, the last thing I need to do is give no. the greatest offense in the league I, I a know. chance. I get that yeah. I get that mindset, and I get that point, but at the same time, um, I like I like when a team that I'm either watching or a team that I'm on, mm. we're playing to win as opposed sure, sure. to playing not to lose. But, uh, Are you talking about that pass interference in the end zone? Right before, no, it wasn't in the end zone. It was right before halftime. Yeah. So the timeout's not called. Temperature's it was like the six ball. seconds left. Um, they run two run plays. And then finally, uh, Kansas City calls a timeout to go, we could get the ball back with time now. Mm. That changed San Francisco to throw the ball. They get a completion, get a first down. Now they're kind of, you know, they're they're, like they're the cooking. 50. So then Garoppolo throws it deep. Beautiful ball to, mm. to Kittle. Mm. But he gets called for the push off. Yeah. yeah. And it was. It was a straight up. I mean, there wasn't a question. And he had his arm fully extended. You can't do that. I know, and I. Well, you. But I mean, the commentators did say. That, I mean, it's. I'm surprised they made a call like that. I mean, you the, know. The, the other guy came on and said he extended an arm as clear and all. Yeah. But if you watch the defender, he didn't get jarringly pushed back like you normally see on offensive pass interference. Yeah. It is what it was. I thought the big one though that killed them was Jimmy G overthrowing. Yeah. That was because it was second and ten. And you know, if at the very least, if Sanders he takes the beat, if yeah. he takes the under, he at least gets it so it's third and five or three or whatever, you know, right? And can move forward. But instead, now he's going to third and ten because, yeah, he had a guy that was wide open beat the defender, and if he hits that receiver on a dime, uh, at the very least, it's first and goal at like the five with uh, you know, forty seconds left, and they can go, hey the very least we're kicking a field goal to tie this up and send it to overtime possibly uh, but on the other side you also are in a position where you can run clock and potentially have a game winning score right like touchdown to win the super bowl so that that's the part that always hurts right is that you can look at one play and be like man i wonder how it would have been if that turned yeah. out a different way on the forums a lot of the fans were saying you know they didn't get the play calling at the end uh, I mentioned he's going to get a lot of flack because he was the OC during the Atlanta New England game when they were up yeah. big. Um, he's a young coach. I like him. I don't want him to go anywhere. I'm more worried about giving Kittle the money he deserves mm. and kind of securing up some of the guys up front on defense. Um, I think they're ahead of schedule. Well, personally. they don't have a lot of cap space. Yeah. And I don't mean like head cap. <laughs> but <laughs> now I thought, you know, they're a team that. 
If you told me next year they were competing for a Super Bowl, it wouldn't surprise me. Dude, Them getting there their first full year with Jimmy G, that's oh, that's pretty impressive. Possibly, dude, but it's yeah. so hard to get to the Super Bowl. You're right. You're right. Because the Redskins will be there next year. It's ridiculous. I can't say that. Can't say it. <laughs> um, only other thing I did this week besides that, um, shout out, good place finally ended series. It's by the dude who created uh, Parks and Rec and then also used to write for The Office. That show is like one of my favorite guilty pleasures and uh, awesome send off to that show. We even you, even had Nick Offerman in there. We find you guilty. Yeah. Did I tell you guys that I watched Don't F With Cats already? <laughs> oh, God. That. Oh, my God. Did you watch it? I did. Have I already told you guys that I watched it? I can't remember. Mm. Uh, it was. It's eye opening. It's crazy. If you haven't seen it, it was it's trending on like Netflix. So apparently, like it's the film Cats. No, not at you all. You have no idea. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's I mean, if you if you're into like true crime stuff, yeah, um, it's it'll be right up your alley to hmm. anyone who's listening. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I had a, uh, I had a couple, you know, the the things I do, yeah, with, with music and whatnot. That those were fun. <laughs> yeah, those things. Did you do anything, John? I guess anybody hyped up to see the uh, my, birds my, of prey. Yeah, my DJ business is really picking up. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing a couple of weddings. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to see your playlist. It'd just be the Andy Celine show. Dion, the Eagles. Just two, two hours of the Andy Griffith theme song. <laughs> you just in there. Solid song, John. It's the best you can come up with. <laughs> I mean, that's what we think. You love that show. <laughs> Help us not It'd be think that, that. And the Friends theme song. Those would be the two things. Maybe also uh, two and a half men. I, I at one at one wedding I did get the uh, heads up that the the bride and the bridal party. Yeah, loved the show Friends. What song do you think I played within the next five minutes? The Rembrandts. They went nuts, dude. So it was nice. That's fine. If I were to be, if I had to choose to be a band that suffered from the one hit wonder, I would be the Rembrandts. Because they get money every time that show is on. That show is on the yeah. air. They never. I'm sure they went. We're good, right? Yeah. You know. I don't know, dude. Musicians love music and playing and all that stuff. So maybe they, maybe they go. No, maybe the pressure's off, right? Like we don't have to make another hit, but maybe I, it is. Who knows? I actually had that album. It was called LP. Of course you did. <laughs> and it was quite a good album. It just, it's a, uh, it's like I could just like we have music on here that's a lot better than this song, but you're never gonna hear it. Hmm. That's got to be frustrating because it fit. Yeah, I would be a little Nas X because apparently that song just doesn't die. Oh, everybody who talked about the Super Bowl talked about the commercials. But we'll, did you guys have a favorite? I have to go with Jason Momoa. That, <laughs> that was that was pretty priceless. Hilarious. That was the one where he took off his muscles, John. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Jason hair. Momoa played Aquaman, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, John J. <laughs> But I also did like that Doritos one. By you more are not so. being my moon and stars today. <laughs> but I more so like the uh, the Doritos teaser than I like the commercial. I think we had a a local Just same Elliot local <laughs> business run a commercial. Yeah, that was very well oh, done. Tap. Yeah. yeah, they I always have, they have do a, it every year. I have a question about that. Uh-huh. Was that a locally run ad? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it didn't go national. That Correct. was the spot where the local ads went in. Okay, and the, and the national stop. It's required. Um, do you have a, a favorite one? Did you even watch commercials? I can't think of. Jeez, uh, there was one that had me really. Oh, it was um, the Google. I, one? I don't even remember what they were advertising. Okay, but it ended with a guy with his head up his rear end. 
Was it the um the I don't the, remember that one that dip? Was it the Ric Flair one with the dip? Yes. Yeah. Well, the hummus. Oh, Saba. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> that was funny. It was a funny one. I, uh, I think I remember that. The Google one. Flair. Everybody cried on that one. And I remember, yeah. I remember feeling emotional-ish. But Google is always very, very good. Was there a Budweiser commercial? I don't know. I don't think. they. Yes, the Budweiser seltzer. That was their big <laughs> thing. They they didn't do anything else but, but the seltzer this there year. There was a Baby Nut commercial. Yeah, that yes. was really weird. That <laughs> was really, really uh, weird. <laughs> um, Just saying. Oscars are this week, which is really weird to me. When are they? They're like, this Sunday. Don't, which, like, don't ask any more questions. Usually, <laughs> Just, usually, let they're, it die. usually they're like at the end of February. But I guess they've pushed them up this year. I don't know why. Um, maybe because they don't have a host. or You don't have enough time like to watch all the movies? No, I've actually seen pretty much all of them. All the movies. All the ones that are nominated. In award for, season. Yeah. Do you still do a, a pool of like... I still, you know... Yeah, there's like a site that does them. Um, like, you know, anyone can submit. This is right? fantasy football of... Yeah. It's his final four bracket. Because Final two game. I hate you so <laughs> This one, I have to say this one... Why did the ball, if it's in the AO, <laughs> cross the end zone? Right. Why is it, why like, is why it is equal? Fo- how old is football? They're, they're like in their 100th season, and John now wants to know why the touchdowns like they are. But um, um, <laughs> Question's uh, legitimate. <laughs> we're going to get a, letters about that. You're going to get letters yeah. about that. It's well, at least partially interesting <laughs> this year, because I think that, in my opinion, the top two awards are not set in stone for once which is always Emma, cool Emma interesting, stone? interesting interesting yeah. I love Emma stone. the all the acting ones i think pretty much are locked but the top two oh who's locked for uh, who's locked for uh, acting actor. chris oh Let's obi go. walking that's crazy obi, obi I, walking I, I, I will say this if there was one that was going to be an upset it would probably be his i could see that quietly come up and kind of like there. how stallone was robbed well who beat him was it Alan Arkin? Somebody, no, it was the guy way, who way was in that Steven Spielberg movie. Wasn't that supposed to be your favorite commercial? Because Stallone was in a commercial. I saw the end of it. Yeah. And I didn't, I was like, what are you, I've, uh, I heard he was it doing was something. It was like Facebook groups. That's what it was, right? Mm. Yeah. And it was the like Rocky Steps group. Oh, you expected to see me? I think you met me. I'm That's John's hero. Yeah. Okay? Both of you can. Why don't you wear a Everyone hat needs like a payday. He always has that like little. I don't hat. have the bone structure for it. I would debate that. What does that even mean? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, fantastic. You know the guy. What guy? He was I in the. He was in the Spielberg. Uh, I called it about spies. Yes, that's right. Um, Mark something. Oh, I cannot remember his name right now. But yeah, Bridge of Spies. See. Yeah. You don't remember his name, Mark Correct. Summers. That's not why you should. That's why that was an f up. That's why you should. Never award people. He huh? was better. Well, he's not popular. Uh, we don't know his name. We should not give him the award. Yeah, that's not how that works, John. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know because I don't even know who Mark uh, Summers Harmon, whoever the guy's name was. Oh man, we he's a go- really good actor. Well, we too. Ca- we have literally this is another scenario where we have the internet at don't our fingertips. He was in. Um, I up. need to know. He was in Dunkirk. Oh, he, Dunkirk was a he great was the movie, dude that was way. driving the boat, the old man who was driving. Oh yeah, the boat. yeah. They totally that deserve guy. that dude. Yeah, he's a big uh, <laughs> legit. He's a big Broadway actor. But anyways, you would, um, you would know that. Do you guys want to talk about some anime? I do. I need to go get my phone, so this is a good time for us to to put a break in. 
You're talking about what do you need your phone for? I just need my oh, phone. You need, oh, okay, I got it. But okay. I got I'll play the Let's, footage while you No, I need my phone, dude. All right, well go get your phone and uh we'll be right back. Topic time 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 The topic is this isn't our third attempt, by the way. No, not at all. Not one bit. But the topic is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot! <laughs> Gotta say it forcefully. You know, I listened, before we do this, I listened to last week's episode, and you know what was really funny? What? That I didn't notice was so funny while we recorded? <laughs> what? Does anyone else get invites for this? I've been getting invites for this on Xbox One. For I don't know. Sidetrack. Darksiders, Tennessee. It was hilarious. All the way through the yes, episode. I told you when I, I heard just, it. <laughs> that's what I heard, dude. It, sound, it sounded like Tennessee. That's, yes. 100%. You didn't mess this one up that bad. I hope not. I've been yeah. watching it. For Vernacular. Yeah. Tennessee. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, you would think of the group of us three, I think, like if someone was going to cover a DBZ game, it uh, would be me, the one person who's actually watched Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. But uh, But no, no, someone goes, I think I'm getting Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And it wasn't John. John was in Dark Souls. My palms are sweaty right now. You don't understand. (laughs) Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti, right? I got to go Eminem on this one. Um, yeah, I, I send a text out. Uh, I don't remember when, but to, was it you, Chris, or was it to the group? I think you originally told me at work one day through our message. I was thinking like, of getting it, thinking but then I sent it, you, and then yeah. you. Yeah, at some point you sent me the picture of the that I got it that you got the case. And somewhere out on social media, I admitted <laughs> that I'm. Um, I want to say it was Twitter that I've, I've now I'm, I was planning on dipping my toe into the Dragon Ball universe. Yeah, and. Uh, I need to start this entire thing with a disclaimer. I am a noob to Dragon Ball lore, to Dragon Ball stories, to anything Dragon Ball. I do know that's Vegeta now. Chris is showing Vegeta. (laughs) So, question. Yes. What the hell is a Goku? So, a A Goku is a character. (laughs) He's a Saiyan. Uh, So, yeah. I uh, I picked the game up and, and the first night... Oh, by the way. And it's actually good for someone because... Pretty much the game is running through the story. Yeah. You know. You hear this right here? Can you hear that? Oh. Oh, Those that's are, nice and professional. Yeah, sounding. not like out of control and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I need to learn from that. Yeah, mic technique. <laughs> Hilarious, right? Um, but yeah, I, so I pick it up and I'm at a cheer competition in Gatlinburg the first time I fire it up. And um, I quickly, I'm, I'm, I go in. And and the game for me is really outlined in, in three different Three different elements. You've got an RPG element. You've got a, a fighting slash action type element. And then you've got a story element. And they, they really, I think they do a pretty decent job of, of kind of melding them all together. As I was doing some research to, to get ready to talk about Dragon Ball Z, uh, I, I came across that this is either the 30th or in the 30s of different Dragon Ball games that are out there that I would have no idea about. Um, before this one was Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Dragon Ball Z, Xenoverse, I think is what the yeah, ones that were out there. Yeah, which will let you create your own. Yeah, a lot of them were, were really fighting-based. I, I don't know if, if you want to chime in on any other games that you know about that were popular. Pretty much ever since they've started doing these games, they've always been fighting-based. Yeah, just Fighter Z thing. was a huge hit. Yeah. For it's been a game that, uh, that a friend of the show, Jeff, his brother, mm. um, who's, who's one of my best friends, he, he's a huge Dragon Ball guy. 
and it's been a game he's wanted me to play for I can't tell you how long he goes because the fighting is just absolutely insane. And for me, it's kind of funny because I'm I'm not one of the the guys who are going to jump into fighting games. Uh, there was a, a time in my life where I did that, mm. and I played the crap out of Street Fighter. I played Mortal Kombat. You got to think about those eras. When like those games were very popular, yeah. literally in the arcades, that's kind of when I they was playing were fighting games. games. Yeah. Fighting games back were before games. a bunch of you were born. Yeah, let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, world. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I start the game and immediately, um, you, you're introduced to this world and and that's how games I, in the world. I didn't know that the Dragon Worlds Ball exist. Well, the Dragon Ball world was in Earth. Yes, I knew nothing about the game. It's I didn't know who Japan. I didn't know who or what. Kakarot was. I, I vaguely Is it like Rednarok. No, no. <laughs> I knew who Goku was. Yeah. Mm. I had heard of Gohan, Gohan, um, Gohan, and I had seen. He's going to do that the whole time. I've already prepared prepared myself for that. Yeah. Um, I hope he's wrong in some of his corrections. I'm so not. He's probably not. <laughs> um, I've seen. Uh, I, I spoke of Darren. I've seen his his Dragon Ball collection of pops. <clears throat> so I've seen Vegeta pops. It's vagina. <laughs> no. In, inaccurate, John, but thanks for your attempt. <laughs> I was just so, trying yeah, to contribute. So, um, and, and he was really influential in in the early part of my interest in the game. Yeah. Uh, I then went and did research on what it was going to be. I knew our show kind of needed a title. And to be honest, I, I watched, I think, the opening night or maybe the day before I was able to buy it, um, some streams of people playing the game. Mm-hmm. Love and a good it, stream. It always looked very, very cool with, with the, the art style they use for the the characters is, is the is the cartoonish Dragon Ball. It's very distinct. It's 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 that you're running around as those guys, right? But it's kind of the backdrop is this uh, Wind Waker ish Earth background kind of mm. thing. It mm. looks it looks very cool, right? Uh, I was very drawn to. Uh, I would actually be willing to bet that I would not be surprised at all when they were making Wind Waker if they were inspired by Dragon you're Ball. You're probably Z. right. Yeah, um, because that's from the eighties. But it's it's, it's very cool because it's it, the game holds your hand when you start. It's a single player game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's meant to be an RPG fighter story game, like I told you, right? So it it introduces you to uh, I want to say you to to Goku first. Mm-hmm. Um, it introduces you to fighting almost immediately. He ends up doing some training in his mind, which they can do, uh, and then at that point, Goku and his son—that's who uh, Gohan is, Gohan. And uh, he, t- he shows you how to fish, uh, collect apples. It's, and that's the way that it introduces you to the RPG elements of the game, right? Uh, it's, it's hilarious because even to this day, when I go fish, the way that you fish, John, Chris, you probably know this. I do. Um, so Goku's a Saiyan, right? They're from space. They're from another, another planet. I, I everybody who's listening, look. This is going to be very uh, elementary as far as a review on the Dragon Ball fighter knowledge. And if there's anything that needs to be filled in, Chris can do it. Okay. But there's a planet that they came from and they had tails, right? They do. Um, like very furry tails. Like like, like a monkey's Like tail. a monkey, yeah. Ape, those kind of tails, right? And Goku teaches his son, this is how you fish. His, Goku does not have his tail on him, but he's able to attach it. And you, you turn around, John, on your little pier. And you stick your little butt out and your tail hangs down and you wiggle it. And that's how you catch fish. Hilarious to me, right? This, this whole, it's very charming. It's very charming. Right. Um, and then from there on, from there on, the story kind of takes its place. I'm going to open my notes now to make sure that I hit all the points that I want to hit. And that's what you're going to hear. 
uh, on the microphone. Am I doing good, John? I'm extremely- so Goku is like a Superman. Goku is basically. I, was say that, yeah. I mean, the story is very Superman-ish. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it is the classic hero's tale. He is the chosen one. He's Here there. He you know, he's there to to save humanity. Right. He's always pushing himself to go one bit. Like his thing is always going one as far as possible to save those that he loves. Exactly like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the they're all. I mean, Jedi, right? Or you know, Star Wars. It's that. It's that basic hero's tale, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just it is what it is. Yeah, and I, I think it was. I don't think if it was you, I apologize, but I think it was Darren or you who told me it was very Superman-ish. Yeah, there's a guy on Earth that's not from Earth. He's kind of like the hero of heroes, whatever. Um, kind of pretty cool. Like I said, you're you're introduced to fighting immediately, and then you're off into the story. And what's really cool is that the story takes place. I want to say, like Chris said, it's like an, an, an abridged version of the actual Dragon Ball Correct. Z like story and, and instead of having an anime. Yeah. There's a lot of points in DBZ where there's building to a moment. And the good things about like the games and such is that you're going through that. But instead of having to have like four filler 20 minute episodes, right. Of just talking about some random thing, we can just get to the point. An example <laughs> of the filler. Um, and, and, and Darren pointed this out to me because he he's watched all these Is he shows. playing this game too? Yeah, he is. Cool. We're at the same exact point, which is very cool to me too. And he's 10 out of 10, I bet. <laughs> well, he's he's really, really enjoying yeah, I'm the game. Sure. <laughs> but so for an example, on an episode, uh, one of your characters is powering up for the whole episode, episode right? Okay, okay. To where they like, they, they for a minute show him powering up and he's just like, ah! powering up they cut back to another thing they cut back to him and the whole episode is just the guy powering up whoever it is right there is a famous <laughs> sequence uh during the frieza saga where for like what there's a point where one of the main bad guys in the show is called frieza right and he's it's pronounced vagina no, <laughs> no. that's vegeta he's yeah. part of the, the <laughs> this <Saiyan>. is frieza <laughs> yeah uh but he he famously proclaims that he's going to blow up this planet in five minutes right Five minutes gets stretched out into about six episodes of 20 minutes each. <laughs> That's how this show functions, okay? You okay. know, like like you'll get to three episodes after he says that. He's like, three minutes, Goku. <laughs> and you're just like, come on, man. So since Chris did bring it up, I will say that the game is meant to go over, I believe, at least four. I think it's the four episodes. And it's the Saiyan Saga, yeah. uh, the Frieza story. Cell. And um, then boo. Yeah, sale and then, yeah, boo. And if, I think it also fans, includes some of those sidetracks. Like, they've done movies and things like yeah. that. I think those are in there, too, if yeah. I recall. So if you're a fan of Dragon Ball and you've already seen all this... This is the cliff notes. It's mm. it's very nostalgic. And it, it does eliminate, like we just said, some of the more of the filler things. Early on, um, Gohan's, or Gohan is, is being trained by a character named Piccolo. And that was another vagina. (laughs) That was another situation to where that was like a six month ordeal, but Mm. the game really abridges it and kind of does a time elapse thing. Like there's even a, cause you wouldn't want to do that for that long video game. It just wouldn't be fun. There's even like a point in the story where they train for a year. Yeah. Basically to wait for a moment. And there's a, there's a way to get by that in the show with it making sense. But like, you know, I would imagine you're not going, I, 
I would imagine in this you're not doing like no. ten hours of training or no. something. You it, it does the thing where it'll it'll pop up and say a couple of months have passed, and then you yeah. you pop up to the next thing that you're doing or whatever. Uh, and since we're on the story, I, I really want to to highlight for me that's probably uh, my the thing I love the most so far. Yeah. Uh, do you want to watch the show now? I do actually. That's cool. Um, Darren is really trying to find ways where I can watch them, and and he said there's a certain way you can watch them to where. You can watch from start to beginning or the important things. It's kind of like watching yeah. the Star Wars movies, I think, the way you want to watch them. I don't, I don't yeah, there's a, Jedi, what was it called? Dragon Ball Z. I can't remember. But, yeah, there is one that they put out there before they started making new episodes again where it was specifically designed to. It's not a bridge because the bridge is a parody, but is it's a version. Yeah, there's one called Dragon Ball Z, a bridge. It's hilarious if you've ever watched the show. Check it out on YouTube. Uh, but. It is designed to cut out a lot of the fluff that is in there in Dragon Ball Z to just get you to the main plot points and progress as opposed to saying, let's drag this out. Because there's a famous thing even like in the first season where they go to this thing called Snake Way. And that is a long period of that show. Vagina. Yeah. So if you if you know about <laughs> Snake, Snake Way, Way. Um, Snake Way. that's where that's where uh, that's, that's a kind of a big moment. Right. It really is uh, in, the, in that first season. Yeah, and that's it's really shortened because of course it has to be. It's a video game. It took forever in the show. Yeah. Um, but get to I, Kai, I, 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 yeah, you got to get to King Kai, who he is awesome. Go go. Um, uh, the story being shortened like it is is a good thing for video games. I do want to make sure that anybody listening knows that. Did you mention DBZ Kai? Did you say that before? I think I that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's, that's the one the that, that he said it's shortened like that yes. in a good way. Yes. So anything that they do to fill up the fill the gap, mm. um, they do it with intent because they want to enhance, you know, the the story. And like I told you, for me, that's probably been my favorite. I've been really engaged on the next thing that happens. Part of uh, last night, these guys, and when we bring up the part about me fighting this guy, you can tell him whatever you want, but I got very frustrated Mm -hmm. fighting a a, a particular character because it was holding up. It was a clog to me continuing the story. So I was putting pressure on myself to beat this guy to continue the story because of how much I was into the story. I hate being clogged. And uh, Mm. if you want to, we can pivot to fighting now because, I mean, the story is great. I don't want to... I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's new, even though most people I think who would play this game would not be like myself to where this is your first time playing it. Correct. But regarding the story, Sean, you don't feel like you're being slighted in any way. Not at all. Or not being given the context that you need to play this game. No, not at all. Like I had not to. That makes me interested in this game. To to give context, like Dragon Ball Z was originally preceded by Dragon Ball, right? Which was a series first back in the 80s. I'd never seen one of those episodes when I first saw Dragon Ball Z. And within five minutes, I was hooked. Like, it does a very good job of where you might not know who a character is and everything about them, but you quickly establish, like, for instance, like Piccolo and Goku, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they have a huge history in, uh, Dragon, Ball. in Dragon Ball. And within the first episode of the show, you you get that sense when he shows up, there's bad blood between these two people. And then everything changes from there. And it's quite interesting to go. And it becomes its own story and its own journey so that even though you might have not known every context of what came before, yeah, it builds its world it to, made, yeah. to suit the characters in that moment. And what I love about this game too, before I move on to fighting is, is that I noticed the voice acting, right? So I asked Darren, I, I said, do you, have, do you know if, if these are the same voices that you would use? 
uh, in the anime, he goes, yeah, for the American dubs of the series, these are the same guys and girls. I can verify. Um, and Chris verifies. And so that I think that makes that experience, like, like I think, really good for a new guy like me, John. So that way, if I end up going to look at the anime, I'll recognize the voices. It'll make sense. And, and like... Like Goku's like Goku's voice is so Goku. Like it's it's like it's it's crazy. The hairstyles on the characters are hilarious, but they're they're so like they're so Dragon Ball. It's everything about what they've put into the presentation of the story in the game. They I think they nailed that, you know. Um, and one of the main elements on on Dragon Ball on any Dragon Ball you play is fighting because that's what you do. You train and you fight. And there's either bad guys coming and you got a year to get ready for them or there's a threat you got to take over right now. Um, years seems to be a running theme in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, years. Uh, don't let me forget to bring up what Dragon Balls are. And you'll be able to help me at that at that point. Because I sure. think they're kind of important. They're literal literal Dragon Balls. Like that. Like testicles? Yeah. And, no. and, it, and if you have, I'll go ahead and say it now. If you have, uh, you, you have them. You're powerful. Like if you have all of them, there are seven, seven Dragon Balls. Seven, and if you get all seven, you're able to like, like kind of. Unless we're wishes. talking about the Nanek Dragon Balls, which in that case, I yeah. believe there are nine. And and you, you, when you have them, you're like powerful. It's it's so that's literally you say literally Dragon Balls. They are balls that are round and they have a star on them. They're yeah. orange. What do they have to do with dragons? Because they summon the dragon. They summon the dragon. Yeah. Okay, cool. they literally the dragon, summon a dragon. The dragon king. When Grana. you said literally dragon balls, yeah, I got to thinking of like like Game of Thrones dragon you balls. Said, no, of testicles uh, that you belong can, on uh, dragons. You can summon the dragon. Basically, the dragon grants you a wish. <clears throat> yeah. So like everyone, like and after he and after he grants the wish, the seven <clears throat> balls disperse and go to different parts of the planet, and it's up to, to people. be discovered again. Exactly. So yeah. you know, uh, so there were some on Earth, um, and I don't want to spoil anything else because. There may or may not be Dragon Balls on another planet, like Chris said. Are you collecting Namek. Dragon Balls in this game? Is that part of you? You're thinking of like if Zelda, like if you're playing Zelda and you're yeah. Link. It's not like that. No. Okay. They're they're there. Um, let's say on a mission that you do have to go find a Dragon Ball, you'll get it, and then a cutscene will happen, and then you kind of watch what happens. There, based are, on that. there's very the main characters have very specific motivations when they collect these balls. Yes, it's, it's the best way to say. Yes. It. So the fighting, John, is a close second to the story to me because it is amazing. Wow. And okay then. And and uh, anyone who's played uh, Fighter Z mm-hmm. has told me that if I think that this fighting is amazing, that I have to play Fighter Z because of the chaos that happens when when two powerhouses meet each other. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So uh, fighting is is actually. On the surface, it appears simple because you think you're just button pushing. Like you have a main button, button, a main button for like for like punching and kicking. Yes, and then you have another button for like throwing. Um, I, I want to call them fireballs, but they're not called fireballs. Um, the equivalent of a fireball at an enemy for like a distance or ranged attack. Sure. Kamehameha. No, that's a special move, Chris. Nerd. I mean, that's his fireball. No, these are like you're little two, two, two oh. balls. Yeah. Those are. Still, Kamehameha's are just like no, they're Kamehameha's. not. They're not. They're called something. I, I didn't write them down, but they're called the Kamehameha is like amazing. It's this. It's it's a special move you get, and it's it's his Hadouken. No, it well it, it is the signature move of one Master Roshi that he taught to young Goku. Yeah, and, and it's it, you do kind of do the 
the like you just said with your hands, yeah, and then just uh, unleash power that extends very long out, and you destroy enemies with it. It's I amazing. Do it, I do it all the time. Um, but you you have to be smart when you fight these these fights, right? So you have to know when to obviously use the melee ability. You have to know when to use the ranged ability. You have to keep an eye on your key meter. Think Kai. of key Kai. Kai? Kai. I say key. Kai. You have to think of it. This it, is interesting. It's fine. Dude, he like we said, this is his lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he can only chimes in for for Gohan or Gohan and Kai or Key, yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm right? just glad you got Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> so uh there's like think of it as like uh your magic or your uh when the when your Kai meter runs out, you can't do special moves. Yeah. Right? Um, when you got to fill your Kai meter back up to do special moves. Right? Basically, a lot of times when they're doing big attacks before then they're charging up their Kai to to then channel is the idea. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. To channel. What I wrote down something. What did I write down? <laughs> I wrote I down something. Read, that could be anything. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> Put that in a I can say uh, with oh, the yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. With the fighting, and the one thing I do love about Dragon Ball Z above like other things, right? Like you got, you said like it's kind of like Superman, and and it is true in that sense of like, yeah, he's all powerful. But something that's really unique with um with Dragon Ball Z versus a lot of Western things is that like, for instance, like we think of Vader and this all powerful being, right? Mm -hmm. Or we think of Superman as like literally Superman is a god when you actually just break down. Uh, what he can do, but it's really rare that you actually see them have to use that level of power, right? Like in, in those things like Vader, it's not like Vader has like some scene that we've seen captured uh, where he is like just crushing a planet with the force or something right like that. Right. Or you don't see that often dark side, like picking up a moon. Like it's kind of like when you watch Thanos in, in, um, uh, in what you call it in Endgame and all that, right? Or uh, I'm sorry, Infinity War, where he hurls a moon, uh, yeah, at, he, he, at, like you know Iron Man. That's kind of what the stakes are normally for you know a DBC John, fight. And when these fights are happening, like you're crushing through mountains, yes, you're making divots in the earth. A city could easily be wiped out in three seconds. Yeah, things like that things are happening. Happen. And these are like massive moves you're doing on each other when you're doing these special moves that are fueled by your, your the amount of uh, Kai you have. Yeah. Um, the Kai, when it goes down, you do have a button to where you kind of pause and you can channel the Kai energy to come back. Did you get which you is a spirit great. bomb? But, yeah, I got a spirit bomb. <laughs> spirit bombs are another special move, John. You don't even know. You learn, you, learn, you learn from sidetrack. You, you learn this move called a spirit bomb. <clears throat> From when you get to King Kai. You remember me talking about King Kai. He teaches you how to do a spirit bomb. At the end of the uh, Saiyan story, you see the spirit bomb for the first time. It is epic. Like all of these things that that come to a head on a, on a major, like major boss fight. Is it more epic fight, than Link's spin attack? Yes. Like a gajillion. <laughs> so. a, 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 I mean, it's ridiculous how yeah. epic this is, right? Hey, man, have you done a special beam cannon? Yeah. I've done all the things. Yeah. It's all of these moves, the special moves, are super duper crazy powerful moves, right? Correct. Except for um, Yamcha, Krillin, and uh, yeah, Tenchi. all of your all of your the the or people Tenchi, he just named are, are sub characters in the Dragon Ball universe. They were bigger in Dragon Ball. They they have their need uh, in this game because 
certain things happen. Certain things happen to some of the characters you are you are playing over and over with, uh, in fighting and in the story RPG element, right? Uh, the other thing that I said that you have the key. So on your display when you're fighting, you have your guy. You're always centered on the enemy. You're always locked in on the enemy. With multiple enemies, you're able to to hit the the joystick to go to the left or right to center on mm-hmm. who you want to. Um, but you have your energy gauge, which has levels, and then you also have the chi meter. And then off to the right, you have like it looks like a flame that comes up from the chi meter, and that's called your tension gauge. Hmm. And that's something that when you actually get it full and charge it, you become like kind of kind of BA. Like all of your moves kind of get an enhanced. It's almost like a buff that they throw on them to make everything a little bit stronger. Um, you you want to get to a point where you're recharging your key properly because you want to fire off as many special moves as you can constantly. You don't want to just use the basic circle for punch and the other, I think it's square for the little fire toss thing. That's hilarious. I'm calling it that. And I know what it's called. And I'm, I'm messing it up. Um, but there's a balance you want to have. You, you got to be, you have to be agile. You got to be fast. And that's, uh, that's important to counter their moves. They're putting at you. You, you can't always just be over aggressive fighter guy because they can stop and kind of build up all the energy you're putting on them and throw it right back at you, kind of knock you out for a second. And then they can do some real damage on you. All of the enemies that you come across, they all have special moves. They're going to do that. You got to kind of read as you're playing. Um, it's really, it's really unique in the sense that you'll you'll be doing the the story or the RPG part of the game, but then almost every every beat there's a, like a boss fight, and there are going to be phases of boss fights. Like not every boss as you beat them you're done. Some bosses that you fight end up having one, two, three layers to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris and I were talking in the boss, uh, pretty big boss, pretty powerful boss. His name's Frieza. He's Very got big. three ways you like you have to beat him all right beat him again and then beat him again and each time he's getting bigger 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 better 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 um i'm hoping that's going to be countered and i don't know by whoever i'm fighting him with also going through phases where we're getting bigger better and better um because i still haven't seen i still haven't seen goku um be a super saiyan yet and i i can't wait for that are you in an open world the world um it is open yeah it it definitely is the it, you you have a, a big huge world map that you uh, through story and the story campaign you're unlocking different sections. Um, they're all important because some of them are going to have uh, places where you meet characters to get on spaceships to go to the next section or um, your house like Goku's actual house is in a section. Um, Master Roshi's house is in a section. The good thing about it that you would love is that all you got to do is open the world map select which place you want to go and you instantly go there. It's like a fast travel. You don't have to do anything crazy. So that's super cool. Um, I I really do love the combat. It's very engaging and it's obviously at times very, uh, very challenging. And last night I had reached a point, I think it was because of the stress, the stress of getting ready for this game. I was fighting a character. Um, what's his name? Dodoria. Yeah, the Doria. Oh my the God, Gloria! He was, he is, he is in the uh, Frieza storyline, mm-hmm. and unbeknownst to me, he was one of the harder characters you would come across. He famously used to make Vegeta his B. Yeah, uh, back in the day before he went to Earth, Vegeta used to. So work for for, for you Dragon Ball fans, you know the answer to this nerd. 
Um, but to the non-Dragon Ball fans, I've, I mentioned we've mentioned Vegeta before. Uh, it's pr- just kidding. No, he is, he's pretty awesome. Right? He's what you call an anti-hero. He really is. That's a really good way to, to say it. And, and Chris has said that in the Dragon Ball Z series mm-hmm. that the guy that I was just struggling with, Dodoria and Vegeta fought and they were Dodoria actually was he, he made Vegeta his his, his B, B. Yeah, right. for a long time. So I'll let you decide if whether or not you get to possibly play as Vegeta when you play against Dodoria. Spoilers. Um not a spoiler? I know. Um but I don't think any of this is a spoiler. Let's just say that when I when I just when I was fighting Dodoria, mm-hmm. I thought that I was gonna be way like have way more of an advantage against them yeah and that could have also led to my frustration do you remember when we played yoshi and i told you i was frustrated with the game and you said it was because you think it's a kid's game because it's yoshi but it's actually a a really you know legit platformer in there Uh, and i so with that mindset ish i'm playing as a character against this guy where it's just anime right where, where i think i should be owning this guy right well, Chris sends me a link. He helps me out, and he reminds me that this game has other elements. Like on the sub menu, um, you have stuff that you have, like items. You have party information, and you have something called a community board and communities. Uh, what communities are are different. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I really don't. Communities like Goku is the Groups is the people. He's he's the main leader of the fighting community. Um, there's somebody who's going to be the head of the cooking community. Is, or is non- Balma head of science? Yes. Like, so it, they would be the main, like, little, like, uh, they look like uh, little discs of their faces what's, on this board. What, what's Master Roshi ahead of? Uh, that's a great question. Pull it up. But he's, um, he's I think, maybe training. Possibly. That makes sense. Um, and each character that you unlock through the game become become people you can place in the communities. When you place them in the communities, they gain buffs. So like when Goku and Gohan are together in the fighting, they get the father-son buff. And they'll they'll have like little action where they talk to each other, and you'll notice the that now your overall fighting's got enhanced by this much for this line or whatever. <clears throat> I say all that because Chris sent me a link of a guy who who acknowledged that the Dodorio fight was very tough. Chris said, Hey, this may help you. The first thing the guy did was make sure that he had his entire fighting community board loaded because of the benefit you get from community boards. And in this case, I needed help with fighting. The first time I load up after that, it works. And that that led me to realize how important community boards could be because of the benefits they get based on what you need from anywhere from fighting, like I said, to uh, item drops, like the percentage of things you get from item drops. And that's a good way to get into the RPG element. For me, this is the the weakest part of the game, yeah, only, I've heard that. only because this, the how how good the story and the and the fighting shine. I've heard it's primarily the RPG side is like just a bunch of fetch quests for yeah. things that really are repetitive. So so when you're running around the world, it is an open world. You ask me that question, you're free to go. You can call your cloud down if you're Goku, Chris. Would you remind everybody the name of the cloud? Nimbus, yeah. yeah, I actually have him over there. One on the question list. first, if yeah. if if, yeah. if you'll indulge, of course. The um, you're almost describing it as like chapter by chapter by chapter, different characters become introduced into yeah. the world. Yeah, but can you go back to those characters? Can you use them interchangeably? Can you go to your like character? You, you said you put a character in the world community board, different. Okay, uh, if I confused anyone, that's a great. So the community board you access through the sub, like the start sub menu. And it literally is 
uh, boards. Think of like a Monopoly board, mm-hmm. but they're they're set up more like a sorry board. Where right in the middle is a big big picture of somebody. Mm-hmm. So Goku, he's the main guy for fighting with lines that extend out. You place other little cards around them that have other people's faces on them. They unlock uh, abilities. So that's on a sub menu somewhere. When you're playing the game, depending on <clears throat> depending on what's happened in your story, you become able to play as other characters. So you're going to play as Gohan for a little while. You Gohan. play as Pic- uh, Gohan. You play as Piccolo a little while. And I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to say other people you play as, but there is a moment when you go, oh, my God, I'm playing as this guy at one point. Speaking of Piccolo. Go, but as, you can't go back. No. Because the story has to progress. The story progresses and the way you do your save files, it's not like wherever I saw Piccolo the first time, I don't just fly back and now I can be Piccolo again or whatever, if that's what you're asking. Right. You're going to be him when it's his time to be him. Exactly. You're going to be in parties with other characters when it's time to be in parties with those characters. So it's linear in that sense. In that sense, yeah. Like uh, the main guy that you always, that the story centered around is Gohan. Goku. I mean, Goku, yeah. Uh, but no, I said that because as I'm thinking it, you play as, as, as so you can make a case that in the entirety of Dragon Ball Z, what you just said is true. Yeah. And, and you realize that in a game where you're playing as the son a lot. Yeah. And it's about his growth, his training. Uh, and, and Darren even made a joke about how it's almost just like Goku's the worst dad. Cause he's like, Hey son, he is, I'm going off the train now. That's why I love. Uh, Bye. That's one of the best things Dragon Ball Z does. Uh, Bridge does is it makes l- very much the point that he is <laughs> the worst dad ever. Like he's just like he's yeah. either hurt, dead, or fighting. Yeah, and he's or like, training. And then he's like taking his kid. He's like, it's cool. We'll just put you in harm's way. You're eight. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll be uh, good. But uh, so the RPG stuff, they they have you know elements you can collect from apples and fish and wolf meat, deer meat. Those are things that are going to help you with cooking, which there is a cooking in this game. Um, when you cook, it gives you a, a temporary buff on attacks or health or whatever. Uh, you can collect um, minerals like iron and crystals and, you know, those kind of things. You can Basics. collect you can collect weapon, not weapon parts, but machine parts. Oh, for Balma, for I'm Balma. guessing. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of that going on, but you don't, to this point, I'm about halfway through the game, right? The game is about 33 hours. I've probably played 42 hours, <laughs> but it Did doesn't. Did you finish Frieza? No, I'm at Frieza. I'm at Frieza. This Man, is, that's yeah. going to be a while. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but the game doesn't count any of that. So every time you die and retry, gotcha. It the, the way your save file is, is until you beat that, it doesn't matter. I've, I've literally played this game for hours on end. The, uh, the Vegeta fight, Pronounce it, China. And the uh, the Doria fight have taken me the longest, like hours, to to figure out what's going on. Took a lot of people, yeah, a lot to beat Vegeta. And he the Vegeta fight is epic. Yes, it is. I mean, like an epic fight. Um, but other than what the RPG offers, when you think of it, you've got you've got crafting and 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 um, collecting, and there's some sub stories. The sub so so when you look at the map, the main stories are like these red icon, right? Boom, that's the main story. Sub stories are blue, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go do a sub story. Let's see how it ties in. They're very to me, uh, they haven't been fulfilling enough to do, right? They're just kind of there. Uh, they offer minimal XP, minimal uh, minimal XP, 
minimal like reason to do. There have been a few that have kind of stood out that were kind of like part of the story or part of something that just happened that I was glad that I did. But a lot of the sub stories were, were like, hey, we need this stuff for food. Go get it. Like like Chris said, they're fetch quests, um, which that's kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, any questions so far, guys? Am I doing okay other than the slight mispronounce of uh, pronunciation of names? We're good. Um, you do have a skill tree that you can build up. Um, and those are going to be for like upgrading your moves. But the one thing I didn't like about that is that they're locked behind these things called combat challenges. And that's part of, uh, you having to train, um, the combat challenges are blocked though, because you have to attain either a certain level or have a certain criteria met before you can do said combat challenge, which basically your reward from the combat challenges are, an enhanced so version maybe, of a move that you that you may end up getting anyway from, I think the story. But do they? But do they like show you on there like, hey, Super Saiyan, it's out there, but I can't go get that because that doesn't happen no. until this point. The the only point that I, that I've heard of Super Saiyan mm. is through the progression of the story or through one of the characters' thoughts. You mean Vegeta, where he's like, "That's it, Kakarot. I'm becoming a Super yeah. Saiyan." For the record, um, like I told you, I didn't know who Kakarot was. Do we tell everybody who it is? I would hope so. It's basically his Kal-El name. It's uh, so where Goku is from. Oh, his name is Kakarot. Yes, <laughs> his bar named Rats. Yeah, Raditz Clark Kal-El. Yes, yeah, that's what he said. Um, Raditz is the first other other saying that you see, like he just mentioned. He has a crazy hairstyle. Yes, he does. He's, he needs a haircut. He needs a haircut. Um. But he's uh he's pretty, okay. He's pretty BA when you come across him too. Yeah. It's like it's okay, he doesn't need one anymore. He's good <laughs> for all eternity. Um <laughs> there was something I, I do have one gripe and it goes back to the fighting. Um so let's say that I, I equip uh you can equip items like a like an energy drink or like a potion and like if you're Link and you're fighting a Zelda. Do they have that, the beans? That all yeah, they got all those things, right? They do. Was but the, you can't. So let's say I forgot to equip my other my other drinks or my other potions, John. In my start menu, I can't go to my stuff and put it there anymore. Like if I'm out, I'm out. So when you're fighting and you hit start, it's only like replay fight, exit game, go to map or something oh, like that. that. Sucks. There's no way to access that same sub menu you have access to when you're not in a fight. Mm. So that kind of sucks. You, when you're fighting, you're locked in either till you die or till you win. You can't do anything else. So can't just take a sensu bean. No, can't do anything like that. Unless, Those are very vital. Unless you, unless you <laughs> fully have, restore your energy. Unless you have the things already equipped. <laughs> unless you have the things already equipped, you're you're sol. You okay. just got to fight. Right. And some of the fights. That's Sean out of luck. Yeah, Sean. SOL. Some of the fights, John. So remember, I told you they're in waves. So you always start off uh, a bar or two less than the boss you're fighting. So mm. you got to get through their two bars to even get even with you. But you probably have already lost a bar or two by the time they get to where you started. You can't then, just beat the Ginyu force, man. Then there's a second boss fight with the no. same guy. But you're stuck at your same energy level. Jeez, then it's like Dark third. Souls. It's it's but depending on what level they get to, things become easier. So um maybe they turn into something very giant. Maybe they turn into like an ape. Maybe they're Frieza. Like, ape. Yeah. There's a part where. So he's moving slow now, so you can light him up. But if he hits you one time, it's a big hit. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. yeah, for context, like there's a part where Frieza fights with I think it's Gohan them for like ten minutes, right? And they're like they finally land some hits on him, and then he goes, "Ah, nice try." I've only been using about 10% of my actual power though. <laughs> so, you know, like it's that kind of thing. Like these are, you have to think of it in the vein of like, not only are they Thanos type being power, right? Structures, but they, they don't just tap into that all the time. They, they only tap into it when they need it. It's like, he only puts the infinity gauntlet on when it is needed to be put on. Right. You know, uh, in the episodes I've come across so many guys already. Um, that we fought, um, like, like it's, cr- I, I listed out everybody I fought and the versions of them and it's easily, uh, close and you're to, only through Frieza or not even through the Frieza. Frieza story. Um, and it's, it's crazy how many people have already fought, you know, have you met nail? Uh, not yet. Okay. So Jesus. into the Frieza story, I've re I've, uh, into the, the, yeah, the Ginyu force has showed up and oh man that completely mess with them. that completely terrified vegeta yeah because he, he knows who the ginyu force is that's a fun so you've met them though right yeah I've, I've, i love it because there is there was a huge build up to them and when you finally see them it's the greatest comedic comedic thing nice. they're <laughs> all them. their personalities are so different and they're so yeah. like 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 anything you've seen up into that point. Like, these are supposed to be some of the most ba people out there yeah and they're like hey bro so fun so fun fact apparently apparently dragon ball uh-huh. is on hulu mm-hmm. dragon uh-huh. ball z you can watch on funimation Ooh. yes that's the account that get, a month yeah but there's a free trial oh funimation that is, that is a fun is, fact. Uh, he it, produces it. Listen, here in America, if you if you have have been outside the the realm of anything Dragon Ball Z, and you were like me, and it, you just didn't get it, I'm telling you, you pick up on what's going on kind of quick. Yes, like it really does make Josh, sense. Josh Dalton, friend of the show, way back in the day, was the one who introduced it to me, and I was like, huh. And even though I came in midway through, was basically that first Saiyan saga. Within three episodes, I was like, okay, I got it. You know, there is, it's very good in that way where it is not the most, in in terms of story and structure, there is a lot that happens, but is not so convoluted where, uh, you can be fooled by, or like, you're like, wait, what was this you're talking about? Huh? It, It, you know, it, it keeps itself in a way where I think most people coming from the outside, if you're not a hardcore anime fan, you're going to be able to adapt to this storyline very easily. Yeah. Cool. And maybe yeah. that's why uh, it is a popular. Yeah, I think so. Because of that. I, I don't know. Um, I want to reiterate again, uh, based on a question John asked earlier, if you had never, if you don't know anything about Dragon Ball, does that hurt you coming in this game? And the answer is no. I think this may be one of the best places to start watching or, or being exposed to the Dragon Ball primer. Z universe. It's a great primer because yeah. they, they, t- they take it slow. It's a bridge. They, they try to make things make sense. Like John Legend. It's, <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, I can't wait to get to the next episodes. I know they're going to be fantastic, but I have a heck of a fight in front of me now. I have to fight the general of the, uh, the Ginyu force. Captain Ginyu. 
Um, yes, that's his name. Chris just rattles off this stuff well, like he, it's like if he was on Jeopardy, he'd be eighty thousand dollars plus now. Yeah, it's you are the grand champion. I, I don't want to just name drop because I don't. I'm trying to not spoil, but anybody, sure. I do want to. I just yeah. At this point, I'm like, man, you're talking about stuff that's been out for so long. It has, yeah. it has. I just I'm thinking about the people like me who I don't want to overload. So it's kind of like you with Dragon Ball, me and that football end zone question. No, it's like we get it. It's already yeah. It's the same thing. We move on. Move on. Yeah. Um, apparently, <laughs> so on his desk, Darren has a uh, a figure, of course, of Goku. Yeah. Um, but then he has one. He goes, "Oh, bro, you don't even know yet." It's like a was <laughs> it cell? Was I, it green? It had a sword. Oh, okay. He goes, yeah, "Bro, you don't even know yet." Yeah, bro. you don't. You don't even he's know. Like, he's like, "If you think Frieza, bro, you don't even know, bro." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, well, I, I absolutely can't wait. Um, yeah. That's a good surprise. So to sum it up, um, I'm ready to, to move on if you guys are. Uh, Sean, if you had a Richard. Slap me in the face. Uh, if I, yeah, I want to say again, the fighting, just to kind of hammer it back out, right? Um, kind of a simple thing, but it's got some layers to it. I think it's awesome. The um, story, probably my best and favorite part. Um, I actually love it. It has that Superman feel to it, like we said. Yeah. The RPG element. Um, it's single player, obviously. Um, you do end up playing as many people, and it's it's just kind of okay. Um, for all you fans, it's nostalgic to go back down that that road. Um, for new guys, have fun like I did. Um, and I really, if you if you look around the the world on the scores, I think they're hovering in, in the sevens and eights, and I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the story for me and the fighting, if that was just all the game was. It'd probably be up in the nine or you know high. Nine, um, but because the RPG part just kind of brings it down a little bit, and I do have minimal gripes on it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a solid uh, eight. Okay, I go solid eight on it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll never know why that's funny to me and John, but yeah. it's great to yeah. know, hear you well, say uh, that. <laughs> so I texted them last night. Uh, let's just say it. Okay, that's up to I, you. I, I texted him last night. I was so frustrated. He was like, we don't need to cover I this. I was like, guys, we may not need to cover this. I cannot get past this guy. I'm furious. And they are the sweetest two boys in the world. They, uh, But in my mind, I'm going, what are we going to do? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, you better get past it because we ain't got nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you, once I got past that fight, I progressed so far in the story. It's crazy. Um, but John's like, well, if it, I said, I'm going to give this game a four. And John's like, oh, if it's a four, it's a four. Just go with it. Yeah. And Chris is like, I've, you said some things, but Chris took a moment. He said, maybe this will help you. That video ended up helping. I get past it. The world's great. Um, but I was, I was so See how close you were, DBZ? You were so close. I was, oh, it was, I was about to come here and be like, this game is ridiculous. I wouldn't have allowed that to happen because I would have called Darren. It's almost like Sekiro. And I would have said, like, you need to come here and just stand next to Sean. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I remember so, that night we're playing Sekiro. You text me and you're going, dude, this game's horrible. I hate this game. And that's another thing. I I gotta. I probably got to play Sekiro again. I got to I gotta just get good. I can't. Yeah, I, you're, you're I, learning. You suck. I need to get good. I'm right? older. My right? reactions are like not as. You oh, know what I mean? well, if you don't play that kind of game all the time, and it like, destroys you. Yeah, I mean, like that's why I don't go play fighting games online. It's not that I wouldn't think it would be fun to like maybe if me and you or you know the three of us were playing like say Smash together online, that would be fun. But to just go against the 
these random people. That's, that's their game. That is their thing. Ugh. You know, it's kind of like the equivalent of going and playing Madden online. And, and, and yeah, you know, it's not that fun to lose 59 and nothing against someone that that's all they do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like how you beat me a gajillion times. I'm never gonna, I, I beat you once, blah, 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 but you destroyed me. You want to go play Madden? No, ever again. <laughs> ever. Um, I'll let you take Jimmy G. But you I have Jimmy G. I will say that somebody that is into the lore like Darren... He loves this game. He said he loves this game. Well, that's game. what I'm hearing. It, like, if you were like this, if you were the Dragon Ball Z fan, this game is definitely for I, you. I definitely was tempted to buy it just for, you know, like until you said it, but I'm glad you got it to experience it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, regardless, whenever this game goes on sale, I'll you, probably you pick need it up. to. I think, yeah. I think you'll love it, dude. Yeah. I really do. So, yeah, there it is, guys. I did it. Mm. I hope I did it well. I tried my best. You did good. <laughs> you did good, buddy. You did real Thank good. You, uh, you, you, you want to do some news, guys? Sure. Okay. You did good. I didn't I didn't hit the button because my keyboard's off. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. What was that? I don't know. What'd you do? I just, went, just went news. news. <laughs> Because it was because uh, my microphone was over there, I was like, "Oh, it's God. so far away." Look, listen, we'll see out here. So we, far we, away. Here, no, we don't have the right team. Then she is dead. We're here in post, okay? And we'll see if the if the news worked, if it was layered or not. Who knows? Layered. Speaking of layers, you go first. Um, I see what you did there. I can pull up my mic. There it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Let me just turn my head. Mm-hmm. Why would there you do go. that? <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. It really was. <clears throat> so. The power of a new generation is upon us. EA has chimed in to the next generation discussion, claiming the power of the PS5, that's uh, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X will blow people's mind. And that's a quote. This during an investor's call for EA's fiscal 2020 Q3, when asked about their plans for next-gen consoles, EA declined to share any specifics, however did offer, quote, the power of the new consoles is going to be substantially greater than existing consoles. <laughs> substantially. Wow, that's a lot. That's a huge line. Huge. huge. We can do a lot more with PS5 and Xbox Series X. Things we're, things we're going to do will blow people's minds. EA also offered the promise of much innovation, not just from them, but also from the industry as a whole. Um, I think what we can gather from this, guys, is that you're going to see the most innovative loot boxes that I EA think, has uh, ever produced. What I love about this statement <coughs> is that it's like designed to sound like he's saying something, but he says absolutely nothing. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero. <laughs> it's so such good PR spin. Look, it's going to be way more powerful. Like, of course it is. It's It's been uh, almost a decade. <laughs> mm, it's hilarious. Yes. You know what's also hilarious, Sean? Uh, not the Force with the Jedi. <laughs> what? 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 Uh, that is terrible. Oof. Uh, the How Force. How could you do so well with the topic that you were unfamiliar with and, I, and, and it's struggle like, this with is, this? I, I don't know, dude. This I'm, is like Pivot 101. Dude, I was so nervous, dude. Um, the Force is with Jedi Fallen Order. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Respawn Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a huge success. <laughs> With EA announcing that the game is on track to hit 10 million units sold. That's a lot. That's a that lot of a units. Lot. That's, the, that's the most ever. That's a, like one fifth of what Red Dead sold. Uh, that's Anyways, like a fifth. Going. That's like a fifth of like the Nintendo Switch is sold. Oh. Um, according to the company, quote, 
<laughs> Math be hard, yo. Sales of Star Wars Jedi Falling Order significantly significantly beat out our expectations. Uh, it was originally projected to sell between 6 to 8 million units. The game was December's best-selling game and sixth best-selling game in the U.S. for the year, according to NPT data. Sean, did you know that a lot of people like Star Wars? <laughs> well, it, it did make my top five. It didn't make yours or John's because John didn't even play it. It probably would be like number 10 on my list. You didn't play I it. I played it. You didn't play it. You don't I even own it. I played it. What? Have you finished it? Did you finish it? No. All right. No. But I own it. Do you I own played it? it. You probably own several copies of it because that's what you do. <laughs> when did this start happening? <laughs> when you started buying copy after copy of game that you already owned. Name uh, one time. All the times. Diablo. You own several copies of Diablo. You have two, two copy- copies of Diablo. You have two copies of Doom now. Yeah, you have two of Doom. I have three. Right. <laughs> Terrible. Right. I got I to gotta get it on Switch, too. Right. And you rebuy games a lot. How you're many just, times have you just, bought Rocky? <laughs> that doesn't count. That's different. Just because I accommodated the camaraderie that we shared for Wolfenstein, you have now produced in your head that I just buy multiple copies of games. Mm. Even though you can name 10 times I've done it. But that's it. it. It's not that much. I can't. I can't really speak because. So I'm playing Division you know, Two on PC. Yeah. Right. I can't speak because you Omni, know what I've I been. I think it playing. was Omni who brought that to our attention. My attention. I think. I think it was him. Uh huh. So if he's listening, that's I, I'm. I'm out there. <laughs> I'm playing Division Two on PC. I forgot to tell him. But uh, <laughs> he brought it to my attention. I can't. I, forgot to I tell can't him. talk because you know what I've been playing on my PC, which I very much bought on my Xbox One back in the day. Uh, worker. No. No, John. No, John. The game that I've put so many hours in in the past. Oh week, yeah, John. yeah. That's your game of the year for 2018 now. No, I've. I, I still have a love hate, but it's one of those things. You don't where, play it like you do. <laughs> no, it's one of them things where I'm like the mind is overtaken. I'm like must do thing. In order to do thing, I must do apparently everything. Yeah. Admit it though, it's better with Cassandra. Yeah, I think she's bare. Um. Yeah, you know, the other dude has a very hard accent. Is that what we call it now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, here all John, week. what are our games for gold and PlayStation Plus? I'll tell you what. Our games with gold uh-huh. uh, start with uh, TT, Isle of Man, which I think is like a motorcycle game. Okay. Uh, from February, Feb- February 1st through February 29th. Uh, this one I'm very interested in. I thought about getting it last year to cover. Uh, Call of Cthulhu. 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 That's what I said. February Dude. 16th through March 15th. Chris is correcting I'm us sorry. today. Hey, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have, is it chilly in here? Because uh, hell hath frozen <laughs> over. Hey, John. I'm really sorry I have such a large vernacular to use. <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. You have woken a demon. Fable Heroes <laughs> is from February 1st. <laughs> yes. Really? I had to burp uh, through February fifteenth, and finally, Star Wars Battlefront, the original Xbox version. Oh wow! Classic. Is February sixteenth through February 29th. Moving on to play, play, PlayStation Plus. I feel PlayStation. Like they win. PlayStation I Plus. Too. I feel like they own this time. For right? February twenty twenty, yeah. <laughs> um, we get we're, we got a we got a pretty good one here. Bioshock the Collection. If you've always right. been hung up on Bioshock and I'm you in. don't want to spend money on this it, this is me. You have zero excuse now. This is me. Get it, and 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 then you won't be able to ask me why did I get it on this console because it was free. Yeah, <laughs> like total sense. <laughs> um, also, The Sims Four and Firewall Zero Hour. If you hey. have a PSVR, you must own Firewall Zero Hour. 
A uh, fun fact. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing one of the reasons why The Sim 4 is on there this month is the 20th anniversary yeah. of The Sims. <clears throat> this is which a, is crazy. Yeah. And Firewall's a VR title. Yeah. It's a well done. Think of um, this is this must be their first uh, for you fans PS of Plus game for VR. For did your, they put Until Dawn out on VR? Just for PlayStation the Plus. I don't remember. I don't know if that's included with it. Maybe if you bought one version, you got the air. Oh, I can. Yeah. I but Firewall is like a, for fans of like the SOCOM series. Back in the day, it's a shooter, and if you like it in VR, which I like it in VR, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fantastic. How's that going, uh, by the way? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's top notch. To oh boy! Uh, Blizzard responds to backlash. Ooh. Which I had seen some of this, and I thought about my friend Chris. Hey, uh, Blizzard has issued a statement in response to backlash and early complaints about the recent remaster of Warcraft Three. Ouch! Um, there are some actual pictures of the um, the icon of Warcraft Three going down a toilet drain that you may see on the internet. Uh, His the, name's Thrall. Uh, the developer? No, it's the oh, you're talking about Warcraft. Artists? No, the Warcraft Three logo, Chris. Oh, okay, gotcha. Going down the toilet. That's funny. (laughs) The developer says it will address several different issues in future updates, with some arriving as soon as next week. Hey. But other elements, such as cutscenes, will remain intact. Uh, First off, we want to say we're sorry to those of you who didn't have the experience you wanted. Oh, sorry. And I can't read anymore because Chris took it away from me. Um, (laughs) The experience you wanted, and we like to share our plans for what's coming next. There will be a patch later this week that should fix the bug causing colors and shading issues in classic mode. Hmm. Regarding the animated cutscenes, or lack thereof, Blizzard says that it wanted to keep the cutscenes true to the original game, which I kind of respect. Um, The main takeaway in the campaigns tell one of the classic stories in Warcraft history and want to preserve the true spirit of Warcraft 3 and allow players to relive those unforgettable moments as they are, albeit uh, rebuilt with new animations and the higher fidelity art. Yeah, there's a lot of... um chaos with this because on one hand you you have like the public now is like screaming bloody foul and all this but people often forget like when they first announced this and they talked about they were going to retool certain parts of the story to kind of kind of do like kind of what Tolkien did with like say the Hobbit back in the day right where he went back and he said I've got to make this work where it fits for Lord of the Rings and it was kind of the opposite here where like we've got to make this work where everything is in context now to World of Warcraft right they were going to do something like that. And all the fans backlash the hardcore and all that. So then they're like, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to dial this back. And they make something that's only 30 bucks. And you're like, why doesn't it have all these things? We're like, well, you know, we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to spend millions of dollars to develop and new no. high tech versions of our CGI, you know, animations uh, or cutscenes that we did the first time around. Like is probably what the argument is. Cause it's only a $30 game. It's not 60. Um, so, you know, you get that, but on the other hand, I have to say from, I've only played a little bit of it so far, but like, it is weird because you go, I think when you say something like reforged, right. As opposed to just like, you know, (laughs) when you say something like that, I think everyone's going to obviously go to remaster and you're coming off a year where you have something like resident evil Two remaster, right. Where really is a real recreation or of course next year or next year but in a couple months here we get uh final fantasy 7 remade and 
you go and you fire up this game and on one hand I, I will say the graphics are straight up like now on the equivalent i would say when you're playing it of, of world of warcraft those nice polished textures those are definitely way better but on the other hand the ui and the way the world looks and it acts feels like the original game from 2002 or 2003 whatever year it was so you know it's this unbalanced thing of like on one hand they're remaining true but on the other hand there's been a lot of innovation since then man you could work some of this in to make it something that's worthwhile for people so i'm not really sure what the right call is i haven't played enough of it yet um because i knew we weren't doing it this week but i think we're planning to do it next week right so maybe yeah maybe we'll see um so maybe we'll or have we some more just cover on. assassin's creed odyssey again <laughs> pc four <laughs> Chris's take two. Uh, but enough, yeah. of chat- we'll enough of that chatter, John. Well, speaking of chatter, yeah. uh, Platinum <laughs> Games has announced a Kickstarter for the wonderful this 101. This is great. Remastered, a campaign to bring the Wii U exclusive to Nintendo Switchy Poo, as well as PS4 and Steam. The Kickstarter outlines the available stretch goals. I like a good stretch goal backer perks, and more information about the project. The teaser also indicates more items in the works. The campaign has already surpassed $1 million in support for its wonderful one-on-one remaster. This was after a modest goal of 15 k That's all they were asking for, uh, for Switch and stretch goals to support other platforms. Dude. That's insane. Dude, mm-hmm. I will totally get this on Switch and play it. And it's we, a fun game. We will talk about it. Mm-hmm. We will. Amongst right. each other. He can yeah. just lean back. Yeah, lean back. I'll probably play it at lean some point. Back. Dude, you never played it before? No, I did not. Dude, it was it was really fun. It was so awesome. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And but Platinum's I'm, not done. They're not. If you want to move on, we can. Can we do it? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do it. You do it. Yeah, I just didn't know if he wanted to move on yet, because he's leaned <laughs> back and he's he's got that. <laughs> he wants to say something. I want to say, like, yeah. I am I get why you do this, but I'm I don't like it regardless of the company when they're doing these things of going out there and doing Kickstarter. Like, wait, you only needed, you're saying that 15 K was what stood between you making this game on switch. That's I was fair. like, so basically you're like, we don't want to put that money up to do it, but we, we have no point in taking your money and putting it and up making and making more money. Yeah. And you're like wondering like, well, what kind of quality port is this? Is it just, we're going to take this and port it over or are you actually going to add something in that makes it, really worth it for what they get their investment so well now they're gonna do a million dollars worth of polish on it yeah or they're just gonna (laughs) bank you know nine hundred and eighty five thousand dollars and they're gonna say thanks for that 15k (laughs) here's your game to me it does seem like it would be one of the more um easier ports you know very plug and play ish uh bringing it from the wii u to the switch but i don't i don't know you know, that's just my two cents. It's like, what if Ubisoft just came out tomorrow or like when this next generation? So, hey, if you give us 30K, we'll uh, give you Assassin's Creed 4 remastered or, or you know, ported to to Xbox Series X or PlayStation 5, right? You know, well, they probably pitched this idea one to Nintendo, yeah, one to other studios. And they were like, no, we're, we're not going to give you. Yeah, because it didn't really sell it great. That's because it's being uh, sold okay. Like the Wii U mean, like compared to what? Yeah, the Wii U. Compared man. to like the other things they poured, like in the sense of like it's not Mario Astral Kart. Astral Chains only sold a million copies. I mean, I said ported. I meant like like from Wii U. Like like I'm saying like it's not. I think you misunderstood them. Yeah, it's not Mario Kart Eight. It's not porting. You know, Zelda. Yeah, things like that where you're like, 
those things are going to sell tens of millions of copies for Nintendo. So this is why you're bringing it to the <laughs> new console. Why are you console. so confused right now, John? Yeah. Because they're asking. They asked for $15,000. It's yeah. not like they're robbing anybody. Well, Chris's like, stance is like it's only $15,000 and you are Platinum Games. Yes. you. I guarantee like, why you. Why couldn't you just do it? They could figure out a way to make to free up 15k if they want. Because to. one, Platinum Games, and, and you know, they they have fundamentally, <laughs> they've primarily relied on um, third party publishers yeah. to back their work. They can't just do all this work for themselves. They they get work taken away from them. They, I mean, uh, there's there's like a handful of games that they've canceled over the past two years that you and I will never see. Mm. I think they're. I think they're a struggling studio that I mean, makes great um, games. I don't think they can just. Hmm. I don't think they can just spew out a title just simply because they want to. Oh, I agree with that. But I mean, on the other hand, they have like Near, you know, which has done exceptionally well. In which Japan. was an exclusive to Sony until they got it over to Xbox. Correct, but like <laughs> I mean, they th- needed they the, made that but game. They is needed the support. Yes, and platinum titles. Honestly, they don't sell that well. I mean, Bayonetta yeah, 1 and not, 2 have not sold a tremendous amount of copies. But on the other hand, they're not some studio that's humongous that has a lot of overhead, right? They are a specific set of people who are very passionate about the games they make. I, I'm, I'm just like, to me, I'm saying that if Ubisoft did this or if EA did this or Blizzard did this, we would give them hell for it. And I'm like, but you, I'm, I'm like we're not talking about some guys who are by themselves in a in a garage coding like we're not talking about the dudes from fez who work on their game for three years and they're like i have no livelihood i need some sort of financial support for this we're talking about a, a studio that has made a Mel Gear game has made a near game has made some of the greatest action games ever made that right? don't like, sell maybe not as much in the u.s but they do fine in japan they're huge in japan japan you know that's no one could get bayonetta 2 made until nintendo came along and got it made mm. I, I think it's i don't think i don't think it's i think it's strange that you're comparing platinum games to ubisoft activision and I EA. That, I, that's a little strange i'm just saying like to me they're still a major studio and that's what i, I, I mean like it would be I a cd a project a studio Ray. Like if CD Projekt Red back when Witcher 3 was coming out was going out and asking for money, you know, because they're about the same until that game happens. Right. Um, I think CD Projekt Red and Platinum Games were of the same caliber until CD mm-hmm. Projekt Red made The Witcher 3. That's what I just said. Um, he, I think that's what he. Yeah. yeah, that was my point. I was like, before that, if you told me before Witcher 3 came out that they were asking for money, I'd been like, do you really need it? I mean, Witcher 2 did fine. Witcher 2, I mean, we often think of these things in the in the vein of like, is it one of the greatest selling games of all time? But it's more of, is your studio well ran and things like that. Um, I, I but would, I, I mean, at the same time, I think of things like the studio that did Kingdom of uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, right? Like where they're just going out and they're requesting money and it ends up coming to bite back. And we've seen it the other way around where we have seen studios who have dangled things out there, like, for instance, most recently, uh, uh, what was the name of that Japanese series that they were doing the third one for? Came out last fall. Shinmu. Yes, things like that, where, you know, they take advantage of people. And I'm like, is that studio any different than, than uh, what you call it, than Platinum on, in that regard? I'm like, they're not a humongous thing. It's not like they make $50 billion you know, in games every time they release something, they're a mod studio. And if they're capable of abusing it, I'm saying 
so his platinum games are anyone else. Well, Igarashi abused yeah. it. I still don't have a good version of yeah. Bloodstain for Switch. I agree. So, but I would. But my point is, I would trust Platinum Games with a Kickstarter campaign more than I would most other studios. That's probably. I'm just fair. excited to get the Warner for 101, possibly. Yeah, and he ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. And I, I really do wish the, the people could see your face. No. When when something clicks in that you're like, it fundamentally doesn't make sense in your brain that Chris or I are saying. Because you don't hide it well on your face. It's hilarious. We don't want this. It's fantastic. You wear it on your face. Um, your face uh, wear. Uh, more news for Platinum, huh? Well, let's do it. Wow. Uh, more I'm things, done with Platinum. More things they want to do, like finish Scalebound. Uh, Platinum Games says it would love to finish making the canceled action RPG scale bound at some point, but would need Microsoft's permission to do so. We just need 15K. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier this year, Platinum announced it was expecting to have a big 2020, particularly with the move towards self-publishing, which could one day allow them to finish the said scale bound project. They had like a thing too today, right? With the website, mysterious website. Yeah, but that was was specifically Wonderful 101. What the four have to do then? I don't know. I didn't put those I figured two it together. Was, I thought it was Bayonetta four, right? That's how. No, that's, it's there's only two games. That's how much. I thought um, there was three. They're working on three. Supposedly, oh, okay. that's okay. how much supposedly. they're going to split the fifteen k by. Or four. no, people thought, and then other people thought it was a new near game, which is would make sense given the last one. Yeah. Fundamentally speaking. Fundamentally yeah. speaking. Yes. Yeah. So, speaking of no, no. No. I didn't even say it. You uh, shut me down. Yeah, that hurts me. Nintendo, Nintendo continues to thrive. Um, Nintendo has revealed as of December 31st, 2019, that the Nintendo Switch has reached 52.48 million. And Pokemon Sword and Shield has reached 16.06 million, respectively. These stats were given in the most recent earnings release and also confirmed that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 22.96 million units, Super Smash Bros. at 17.68 million units, Super Mario Odyssey at 16.59 million units, and Breath of the Wild at 16.34 million units. Of the 52 million Switch units sold, 5.19 million units of those were uh, Nintendo Switch Lite. Over the last quarter, 10.8 million Switches were sold, and Nintendo Switch has now surpassed the lifetime sales of the greatest console God ever gave man, Snaz. the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, data and information. I'm actually surprised that 5.19 million units of the Switch Lite have been sold. I don't know why. Yeah, but it, people like it. They saw a market for it, and uh, wow! Look, honey, it's the Switch. No, mom, it's not the right one. You Man. ruined it. Was it? Is a hundred dollars less? Yeah, I yeah. can't dock it. That's What's why. A dock, honey. Well, a dock is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I look at the numbers for its marquee titles, some being in the twenty-two million number range, and and you know, you you. You fundamentally, ha, ask the question, why don't they mark down their games? Because people continue to still buy them at marquee prices. They don't have to do it. One of the few publishers out there that do not have to mark down their games. None of them really have to do it, I don't think. Here he goes. He had to say it, didn't You're he? right. I, I mean, none of them have, have to, to do, do it. it. I think you just make potentially more out of it. <laughs> That's called capitalism. So you're uh, saying that if they mark down the price, they'd get 80 yes. million units? I think maybe not. I'm more so speaking like, for instance, whenever they marked them down for uh, for the first time for their lowest prices that they've been this generation for Black Friday, mm-hmm. they all sold out within five minutes. 
So well, that sure. should te- that should tell you what it means. Like, but that's only people. like forty nine bucks. That's what that's they dropped it down to forty nine dollars. Yeah, but if you sell, Why is Sean laughing. If you sell like seven <laughs> million, know. if yes, you would have, if you during that same period would have sold three million copies versus seven million, one of them is going to be much more profitable. So much other. math, bro. Yeah. So much math and. And the way you said it, it's only the way you said it was just so sweet, John. It's only forty nine bucks. It's only forty nine bucks. <laughs> I'm just saying it seems to be working pretty well for GTA Five. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, despite all this thrivation that Nintendo is going down with right now, there are no plans for Switch Pro. None of that made sense. Say it again. Take two. Um, <clears throat> it sounded sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's president uh, Shintaro uh, Fuyukawa. Has stated that the Trouble. company, <laughs> the company has quote no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model during 2020, while further emphasizing that quote we believe it is important to continue to communicate the appeal of both Nintendo Switch systems, the aforementioned regular Switch and the undockable Switch Lite, and expand the install base. Installed base, sorry. With recent sales figures, sales figures that we just mentioned, it would justify the lack of a sense of urgency to release a Pro Switch in 2020. And I did uh, read hmm. that they are they consider the Switch to be in the middle of its lifestyle, or life cycle right now. It's lifestyle. Yeah, like it's in the it's, middle. It's making some changes. Which has some people thinking they're just going to wait and release a new Nintendo around 2023. This, uh, this signals to me that they plan to uh, release a Nintendo Switch Pro when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. Mm. And it also tells me that since that is the case, Breath of the Wild 2 will not be... I think this is a subtle confirmation that Breath of the Wild 2 does not come out in 2020, but we are still getting a Nintendo Switch Pro. I think the analysis, the predictions are solid on that. I don't know, man. He just said that's not... The artful way he said it is, we're not planning something in 2020. This is a way of him saying... If you look at it, from an analytical perspective, you really don't want to put out your marquee brand new product. Um, and your guys in the next couple of weeks are going to say Jonathan's new word is marquee. Cause I've used it three times, but no, not. You're, you're not going to, <laughs> the release, data will tell you, us to tell you that you're not going to release a, a switch pro because you're not going to take advantage of a market that way. Mm-hmm. When the brand new consoles are coming out. You want to wait till spring or you want to wait till the following fall so that you can release this new Switch product and take advantage of the market. Because regardless of what happened, if they if they released a new Switch in 2020, it would still be overtaken by the new consoles. I mean, let's just be honest about that. Red Sea, Blue Sea, bro. I honestly (laughs) would just say like. At this lean forward, Chris, at at this point, be a part of this (laughs) at this point, like why? What do they need it for? Like, and I know, like in my mind, I'm thinking because they're about to get lapped in technology from the R2 consoles, right? Mm-hmm. But then when I think about it, I'm like, but still, the same has been true, was been true for like the last couple of generations of Nintendo consoles. Primarily, people are buying those consoles for things that Nintendo makes, which means it doesn't matter what the software is compared on other consoles because it's in the design and vein of what Nintendo wants, right? So, I, yeah, maybe Fire Emblem Three Houses would be better if it was based on a technological structure to what the PS5 and Xbox Series X are. But the only version of Fire Emblem I'm gonna, Three Houses I'm getting is the Switch version. So they don't, 
you know, it's like, what, what better could they do is the, is the question. So I, in I, my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking like, yeah, it, back at the start, this made sense. It doesn't make as much sense now based on the data I've seen. I think from it's, sales. I think it's true enough, hmm. but I don't think you could say it's, it, it's as true as it was for Wii U and as true as it was for the original Wii. I, I, because, I mean, Bethesda will show you their data and says it's beneficial to us to keep putting our games on this platform. Yeah, but Ubisoft and, I mean... Ubisoft of, is putting Assassin's Creed content on their consoles. Which one did they put out there? All of them except for this gen. But they're, <laughs> but they're showing you... So they haven't put anything from... I mean, like, but they're not rushing and, and you have EA who's pretty much just over there talking about the the other two consoles not even talking about them anymore and i don't think activision outside of things like just dance uh well not too we saw sorry uh what's the thing that they have that can play on Switch? overwatch diablo 3 yeah i, I mean, mean I'll, so you're, you're talking about things that are long established still like they're they're going like what i said was it's not as true as it used to be i'm still acknowledging that it, yeah. there's there's it's true to a point but i think nintendo recognizes that it's beneficial to them to continue to to cater to those studios that they already have. There, if Doom puts if if ID Software puts a new Doom after Eternal on these new gen consoles, they're not going to put is it on Eternal, Switch. Is Eternal going to Switch on yes. day one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that, I don't know about day one. Yeah, but we've we, we've got the Outer Worlds coming to Switch, which is you yeah. know, I mean, so that, you could they seem not to be say con- that about Wii U, and you could definitely not say that about we unless we're talking about the call of duty series correct but i i think the point being they understand where the majority of their sales are still going right and like money's money that seems profits profit that seems to be the way that seems to be the solution to this right is make sure it comes out on xbox and playstation and that's solid in pc right and then afterwards either have a secondary team work on it or else have an in-house team work on to do whatever it's necessary to make it work on the switch that seems to be their game plan right now. And, and why? And, and it's why probably there because, it? yeah, they can make a few more million on it, but, or oh, nine, probably a million, I would say, on a lot of these. But, like, on the other hand, you know, 2K doesn't seem to care about them at all. You know, outside of the one time they put NBA 2K on there and it was a joke and no one bought it there. Uh, you know, I would say again, no one is rushing to say our AAA tiles need to be out on Nintendo on day one because we could lose a huge investment there. They're like, we can just wait and we'll, you know, the majority, we know where the majority of our sales are and that's what they're focused on. And that's fine. I mean, like Nintendo obviously is doing just fine with this model for themselves right now, but it's clear that's what their focus is. And therefore they don't have to adapt to what everyone else is doing. Right, they can just focus on themselves, but it's it's and not, they'll make their live on indies it, and that. It's not necessarily that Bethesda thinks that they need the money. Mm-hmm. I think Nintendo looks at it, looks at their bottom line too, and says, "Well, we kind of like that cushion that Bethesda provided, or these other studios provided. We still want to nurture that with a with a newer system." I don't know. It's money from both sides, maybe. Maybe at some point, I just don't see it. I think you could read the next thing and we could continue this if you wanted. Nintendo isn't worried about next gen. According to Nintendo president (laughs) Shintaro Furukawa, quote, we will explain the specific figures for the next fiscal year in our next fiscal year announcement, but I think there will certainly be a change in the environment as new products of our of our competitors appear. We do not believe that the business trends of other companies will have a significant impact 
on our business. And that may feed into your theory to where they're going to let that wave kind of ride out. Uh, the new, the new consoles launch. And then the next spring or fall, when the waters are kind of calm, they bring out their, that's when they bring out their new, like pro or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just like you said, that actually does line up. Maybe it's like you read these news announcements beforehand. But he doesn't read. I know. He's illiterate. That's why we're doing this literary <laughs> trivia B thing. I, I wasn't supposed to tell everyone that. Um, yeah. I don't, to me, that again, kind of goes back to what I thought. Like, they're like it's over weird. there. That confirms what I thought. They're, they no, <laughs> like, crazy, right? they're they're over there going like, well, we don't care about that because, as you said, you're probably right. It's probably not coming this year. It's probably next year that they get Zelda, and they'll be like, there's a 52 million people that have you know uh, this console, and probably 20 to 30 million at least are going to buy that game on day one for our console. So there's our numbers. We're good. <laughs> but anyway, anyways. Finally this week. Oh, I didn't know it was finally. So finally. This is so finally right now, dude. This is like the finally of finally. Do it, John. So $15 for YouTube. For the first time, Alphabet, the parent company for Google. I didn't know that. Got to be honest with you. I thought Google was its parent company. Has shared the revenue for YouTube's advertising results, which resulted in Fifteen billion dollars in 2019. This has nearly doubled, double it since 2017, and increased 36 percent from 2018. That's good. That's a positive trend upwards. You know what I'm saying? According to Alphabet and Google CEO Sundar Pichai, Mm. quote: "I'm really pleased with our continued progress in search and in building two of our newer growth areas: YouTube, already at 15 billion in annual ad revenue, and cloud." which is now on a 10 billion revenue run rate end quote. And just like that quietness that I just gave you, they were all quiet on Google stadia. Oh, oddly enough. Yeah. People like YouTube ads be working good on there. Yo, was it like, I think they say like people watch like a trillion hours versus a video worth of video a day. Yeah. Worldwide on that site. So I watched video on YouTube a day. You know what I watched Mm -hmm. the anchor man. (laughs) When Jack Black's character on a motorcycle kicks a dog off of a bridge. I remember him. Baxter. <laughs> Baxter. Baxter. <laughs> Do you remember that, John? No. You've never seen it? Mm-mm. So uh, Anchorman's driving in his car with a burrito. His dog's in the front seat, and he throws a burrito out the window. Well, the person behind him, beside him is a motorcyclist by the name of Jack Black in his gear. It hits Jack Black in the face. Jack Black wrecks. The Anchorman also stops. They have a confrontation. It is learned that Jack Black... Lost his, taking too long. his favorite thing. And uh, Anchorman says, well, I like this dog. It's one of my favorite things. And Jack Black goes, oh, yeah? <laughs> this and is how, just punt. This is how you punt a dog off of a bridge. And he's like, Baxter! <laughs> oh, Baxter. And if you ever tell me there I'm taking is. too long again, he will come at you. <laughs> come at me, bro. 1v1, bro. It's been a while since we have a longer episode. <laughs> you guys want to do some emails? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Email. Electronic mail of the future. Email. Electronic mail of the future. Read it. <laughs> People write us emails. When they do, they write us to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. 
just like uh, oh, this is she, fan- this is fantastic. She does not say her name. Just go with uh, her first name. Old Becky. Hey Becky. Hey Becky. Actually, she does not look old. She looks very young. Why would you gonna say old Becky? What does that come? What did you? I don't know. Do? Well, I thought about it. And I got like conscious because you know, like the the thing. You'd like, always say like you never tell like, a woman she looks so no, old at thirty, right? That's you not know? the same old. You always go just like old, uh, and then you say it's like more like an and she old. definitely does not look like she is over thirty. Oh my so, God, Chris! I'm not messing this up. You're messing this up. <laughs> hey, greetings, Richards. Uh, greetings, uh, Becky. I thought I'd slide right into your mom's inbox. Ooh. <laughs> uh, just in case you had a light email week again. Two things. Two I just started listening to your podcast when I searched for Fallout 76 review back in 2018. Uh, I'm a big Fallout fan, and like most people, had mixed feelings about 76 when it came out. I've stuck with it, and though while it's not perfect, it's gotten better. I've heard that. Do any of you guys think you might give it another shot once the DLC Wastelanders comes out later this spring? No. Uh, Maybe I, I actually own the game, and John traded his in right. In I front moved of me. on. I got a PC. <laughs> uh, Fallout fans everywhere are cautiously optimistic that it will make the game feel more like a Fallout game. Uh, second, make Fallout great again. <laughs> make it great again. Keep Fallout great. Do it. <laughs> all the vaults will be open. We will let all the people out of the vaults. Uh, do any of you guys think you might give it another shot? Once okay, this seems to be a repeat. I think you did. Yeah, I think she. Copied that. Okay. Maybe. But so let's go to number two. Do you have any favorite co-op games for Xbox or PS4? My husband and I are always looking for something fun and not terribly frustrating to play together. Um, Chris, what was the game that we played when we had to escape from jail? Oh, um, Breakout? No. No. Um, that was a great co-op game. Think about it. John. Dang it. No Way Out? No. No Way no Out. No Way Out. Yes. Yeah, thank and then you. our game that we, the Wolfenstein uh, New Order. That's frustrating. Fantastic yeah, co-op well, game. Yeah, but uh, Gears is always fun co-op. Yeah, Gears, I think. yeah. Try the new Gears or any of the Gear series. Um, they're PS4. They're fantastic. Look, I mean, I always say this: Diablo's the greatest co-op game ever made. So. Diablo solid. That's a solid pick. Diablo three. There you go. Yeah. Boom. We gave you a couple. Do any of those uh, um, sound Float good? Yeah. Um, I don't. If not, tell us more of what the vein of what you're looking for. Maybe we'll think of it. But she finishes, though, by saying, thanks for creating fun content, even for filthy casual gamers like me. Hey, there's nothing filthy about casual Maybe gamers. she meant like filthy animal. Disgusting. You filthy animals. I made that it's reference probably today. something John says at some point. He's like, you know, it's filthy casual gamers. 100%. <laughs> oh, uh, Darksiders Genesis is a co-op game. Pretty fun. There you go. I, I, I'm sure it is. I don't know for sure. <laughs> I didn't play co-op. Yeah, don't play co op for you on Epic Store. I'll uh, I'll get it. Thanks, play man. With you. Yeah, <laughs> got you. Uh, hey, what up? Uh, next up, we got Gavin and wrote him and said, "Hey, what up, guys? What, what up? up, Gavin? Gavin, writing down here from around Baton Rouge. Who that? Uh, hope y'all are doing well. Uh, I meant to write in earlier after LSU took the national title, just to give you a hard time, but I've. Been pretty busy and didn't have a chance to. Hey, congrats, man. Y'all earned it. Trust me. There was no lack of LSU fans <laughs> trying to give me a hard time. And yeah, then you I work go, with a pretty solid one. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. I came into a desk filled with 50 pictures. And I was no, like, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. And I was like, did I ever do this to you the six times that my team won? I don't no, know. I don't, I don't think Chris, so. Chris, I don't know what a saying time is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> man, did we have a great season or what? Look forward to next season, though I seriously doubt we'll, it'll be anything near 
uh, to what we did this season as we were losing a lot of top players and already lost coaches. Hey, welcome to Alabama's uh, portfolio. Yeah, I don't feel bad for you. (laughs) Dave Renata and Joe Brady. Oof. Anyways, video games. I've been playing Control on PS4, and I'm really enjoying it. It's like an X-Files video game. That's a fair point there. That's, that is very We've fair. We've never thought of that, apparently, uh, based on the way your tone was. <laughs> I also uh, am playing Doom 2016 on my Switch. In you don't preparation. say. Uh, for Doom Eternal, which he won't play on Dude, there, he'll play. Pause it on right his here. PS4. Pause right here. Pause right here. Pause right here. <laughs> what, John? Do I need to? Do I need to play Doom before I play Doom Eternal? Because I too watched the first ten minutes of Doom Eternal I only on made IGN. It, I only made it to three minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't you, think. Dude, you need to play Doom. Oh my god! No. I would say, I have a feeling no, because it's Doom, and you can just go get the no. Go watch a no. video, and you'll get the basic no. premise. No, no. I'm so torn here, guys. Doom it really? Up. Hey, hey, Doom hey. It up. Doom it up. John, did you play Doom, Doom 2, or Doom 64? No, because it's a reboot. <laughs> exactly. No, because it's a reboot. And it's, uh, there's actually, Did you play Wolfenstein? There's actually story <laughs> to this game. Did your mic cut off? Maybe. Oh. No. No. There you go. Now, you, now you sound better like a, like a man again. Uh, but I'm glad to see he's playing Doom on Switch. Well, he's very close to finishing it. I mean, that's one person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Out of the 52 possible uh, yeah, million. I know. Uh, I'm very close to finishing it, but I think I'll be getting the next Doom on my PlayStation. <laughs> so funny. Because you just made a big deal. And then he, he did the And he says thing. to have a better experience, John. Uh, just to have a better experience. But I've, all, I've spent most of my time playing Diablo on the Switch. Hey, yes. I put more hours into the game than any other game I've played. Ever. I love that game. Ever, dude. Uh, I'm getting a bit burnt out on it, though. All this while I impatiently wait The Last of Us 2. I have the collector's edition pre-ordered, and I haven't been this excited for a game ever. Dude, it's got an M ever. rating with nudity and sex. Uh-oh. <laughs> that well, just dropped this week. It's Well, I mean, you remember in the first dude, game. I think there was some This is my this is I think that Ellie's Remember with Ellie? I think Ellie's love, right? Listen. Where the guy tries to Listen. Okay. Ellie, I think yeah. Ellie's love interest, which is her girlfriend. But you said nudity. No, yeah, I, I just said nudity. Of, I know, but yeah. he partnered with I more that so with, went with no, the it, idea I think that that's was, what it's going to show yeah. based on the most recent trailer for the game. I more so just meant that there was very graphic adult content yes. situations in there. Yes. Uh, I'm and very, zombies. But let's see. I lost clickers. clickers. Switch. Where are you? Uh, Last of Us 2. Uh, there's pre-order. Okay. Ever. Before I go, yeah. I'd like to ask, what are you guys looking forward to more? PlayStation 5 or Xbox One Series X? Personally, it's PS5 for me, and I think it's a mistake that Microsoft to have no exclusives for a couple of years. I heard differing opinions on it, and I do understand that some people think it's no big deal. But what has held Microsoft back from being number one? No exclusives, period. And now you're going to launch a new console with no freaking exclusives. Crazy. Anyways, y'all have a great week, and thank you for what you're doing. Uh, seriously, the show is always fun, and I look forward to listening. Coming straight out of your mom's box. Or in, that, in two? Yeah. Or out of? Well, no, uh, we all at some point did come out of our mom's box. And we all come out of them. So I'd, I'd like to clarify, and, and you guys can correct me if, if, I'm, if I've misinterpreted this, but... To Gavin's point at the end, he's. I think there's been some confusion about people taking the Xbox Series X and saying there's going to be no exclusives. Mm-hmm. That's not what Xbox said. What they said was, we're going to have exclusives. They're just not going to be exclusive to the Xbox Series X. Correct. They're going to be- come out on Xbox One X, One S, 
they're going to they're going to be exclusive to their series of yeah. It's not like it's not like Halo and Gears just went away. Yeah, Halo is no. coming out or with the system. All the things. It's basically we, they're it's, they're moving much. to a PC architecture, right? Like right. where I can like for instance, if you play Halo Infinite on your PC and you have a 2080i, you can do a lot more than someone who's playing Halo Infinite on their PC with a 1060 GTX. You right. know, they can both run the game and it will be fine, I'm guessing. Why are you uh, talking about PCs right now? Because it's going to be on PC. That's one of the reasons why they're staying with the exclusives. They're okay. still keeping up that mantra. I just want to make sure that I wasn't lost. So you're going to get exclusives yeah. for the Xbox series of consoles Correct. when it comes out. I just want to make yeah. sure you're not that gonna is see, clear. You're not going to see Gear 6 on PlayStation right. 4 or Listen, 5. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm excited for the Xbox because I've, I've seen what it looks like. And right. I'm excited for that. And you yeah. like boxes. I, dude, I love boxes. Tall dude. boxes. Dude, love them. But um, <laughs> I think uh, personally, <laughs> personally, I, I, to answer our question, I, I'll be honest. I thought about this the other day, right? I don't know if I'm really excited for either one of these two because I have this PC and I'm... I, I, I have to say I'm I'm at this point first time in a long time I've been at this point too where I'm just like do I really need consoles outside of like the exclusive like Here the PlayStation go, 5? Here we I, go. And no, I don't mean in that way but I'm like John said like you know I've been replaying Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I'm like You're yeah, saying- it's nice to have a 60-inch screen and and you know in the HDR but I'm like this game runs 10 times better on my PC than it ever did on that on my xbox one x uh so you know i'm like do i need that and the online's free and i can get in discord and talk to anyone that is in there right you know like all those little things i'm uh, it's getting harder and harder to justify now it doesn't mean that when i see these consoles i won't feel a need uh to bite the bullet but until then you know i'm like I would say I'm not excited more for one or the other right now. I'm waiting to be sold on one or the other right now of what I should buy first. Yeah, I'm trying to um, become a little bit more disciplined now that I'm a PC owner to say, um, here's the type of games I want to play on PC. Mm -hmm. Here's the type of games I'm fine with playing. Like Assassin's Creed, I think I'll be fine on consoles. Mm -hmm. Because to me, with Assassin's Creed, that game looks gorgeous in 4k that is that is one of the most beautiful if not the most beautiful game i've ever seen still but um to answer his uh he made another point about yeah like exclusives i don't i I don't know that exclusives are system sellers we just seem to go back and forth on this idea that i mean if you look at nintendo it is but that's for nintendo it it is but that's like a that's like this crazy misnomer i mean they they rely on their content um ps3 their exclusives did not break the bank they sold fine but they were not they were not the deciding factor of a generation i think ps2 it was ps2 well gta3 gta vice city San Andreas, those are all exclusives at time of launch. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm talking about like first party in in yeah, yeah. house. I mean, like stuff. it was different back then, right? Yeah, but I mean that's to that's to the that's to the point. It doesn't matter about whether it's exclusive, like your God of Wars and Uncharted. What matters is you're putting quality, consistent content on your on your machine. And we know that from the uh, early days of PlayStation Four, when there was two years of zero, yeah, there was nothing. But but because PlayStation Four pulls ahead. We 
we use we use exclusive content as a cudgel to beat Xbox over the head with it. Correct. And I just don't think that's fair because I don't think the data shows one way or the other that exclusives are an advantage to an eco- ecosystem unless you're Nintendo. I think it's it's right now between those two, you know, it's it's not so much I think you're right. It's not about the exclusives at this point because they are they are consistently getting more and more studios, right? You see now Xbox has yeah. way more studios than it did before. So sure. they they have solved that issue that they've had. Uh, but on the other side of things, I would say that when they do launch these, when they finally really outside of just showing a commercial of a box or whatever, um, when they're actually really coming to make a marketing pitch, it's going to be, how do you sell it? And maybe, I don't know what Sony's thing is going to be where it's like, yeah, guess what? If you get Ghost of Tsushima here on PlayStation 4, you will have it on PlayStation 5. You don't have to go back and rebuy it. Um, same with the last of us two and all that. We're just going to update the graphics for you and right. we're, we're prepared for it. Yeah. Or if they decide to kind of go old school hardline, can Microsoft step in and be like, we don't care where you buy this and when you bought it, you have it. We meant it. And if they can illustrate that to people and make them understand it, that could be a huge advantage for them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll I see. Honest, I, th- I think Xbox is going to this, going into this generation with an advantage. It just feels that way. I can't They're explain trying. it, I, but yeah. because we've seen the box, I'm more excited about Xbox, but that's just a aesthetic thing. It, it doesn't mean you anything. You like tall boxes too. I do. And when I look, when I, when I looked at the PS4, I'm sorry, PS5 and Xbox specs mm-hmm. recently. The rumor. And, and this is because I have a PC now, so I kind of understand what i'm looking at you see the differences no i i see i see two consoles that are almost it doesn't mean that they'll run better but they're almost on par with my pc Mm -hmm. not like you you still have yeah you still have a better build but i'm looking at it going oh Man, I should have spent a couple more hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is <laughs> unlike by the those, time those come out, it doesn't mean that they'll run better than my PC. But but, but the thing is, regardless of those, when those come out, you could just easily open up your box and put a do a, a new you know uh, graphics card. Yeah, graphics card or CPU sure. or add memory. You know, yeah. that's that's the advantage, right? Yeah, we can build and that it'll up. be it'll be. So this fall, you're going to spend, instead of buying one of these new consoles, you're going to spend $1,000 on a 2080 Ti. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. No, I can't because I got to spend $1,000 on two consoles. Well, you need to buy a new thing. That's uh, why you're not. You need to buy a new monitor yeah. first. I know. That's the one thing. Uh, which I'm I'm very appreciative. It, it, the, it's no, a great yeah, looking monitor. You. It's a great looking monitor. I told you. I was like, this will get you started. But yeah. like, I think once you get into that vein of where I am now, where I'm like, I can game where when I'm running things and it goes 120 frames per second, it just looks so smooth. You're like, oh, nice. Oh, this is what I've been missing. Okay, Uh, Sean, when are you going to get a when are you going to get a PC? (laughs) You should join us. By the way, did you get my meeting to the Master Race uh, meeting this week? No, you're invited now. You, you're not. (laughs) What is this for? Console scum, you. I have a PC, guys. <laughs> Do you? Can he even catch, run PUBG? I catch myself watching PC build videos. They're fun. And, and I yeah. only know 20% of what they're talking about. Who are you watching? But it's so fun. Um, Jay's Two Cents? He's a good yes, one. I, I watch that one. He's a good Linus. One. Linus. Linus, I watch Linus. Yeah. Bitwit. I don't know about that one. He's the one who has the... Um, 
he uh, he has uh, his his alternative version of himself that's oh. supposed to be his brother. Nice. Um, no, I haven't seen that one. Paul's hardware. I like him. Paul's good. Paul Paul's yeah. like he's been very professional. Yeah. He's just professional. He doesn't. He's like I'm not. He doesn't here to do throw humor. bombs at Intel or yeah. throw bombs at AMD. He just you he's know. like this is what you need to build a PC. He seems know? like yeah. I'd, I'd like that guy. Yeah. Uh, Sean, that's all I got. Do we got anything on Twitter? <clears throat> we may have a few things or two, but not much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, John. Yeah. Um, oh man, the barbarian wanted to know if we will be reviewing Zombie Army Four, and I said, "What is that?" Where um, at that's the, a ver. At the Hoppa said that it's John Rambo's next game, and then Oh Man the Barbarian said it's Sniper Elite, but with zombies. Oh! So uh, something for you, something for me. We got to do it. Uh, shout out to all the people who replied to my Super Bowl Sunday tweet, and um, especially to I was not one of them. To Platt, um, his girlfriend's a huge Chiefs fan, so uh, right. he was a smart man. He'd be cheering for the Chiefs tonight, even though he was born out in San Francisco. So uh, and also Acid Sugar uh, wanted the Niners to win, but said if uh, Mahomes won, he wouldn't mind seeing that because you know he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, this morning I t- uh, tweeted out my breakfast, which was in a which was a quiche. Um, friend of the show, Josh, where'd you get a quiche? Said that he'll quiche that right in the trash can, <laughs> and then at Big Riff, he actually says that a frittata was uh, greater than a quiche. I don't know where all this quiche uh, quiche. quiche. <laughs> <laughs> This uh this quiche hate is coming from, but it needs to stop, people. Just saying. So Zombie Elite, Zombie Elite Four came out yesterday. Yes, yeah. and it is literally a spinoff to Sniper Elite. Yes, I thought he was just being metaphorical. Like, no, it's kind is of it like, VR? Is that one VR? No, no. Yeah. Okay, this is so. There okay. you go. Shoot, and we hey, may there's a topic. We may have more on this later, but do you want me to mention that just real quick? Uh, let's let's wait. And we'll wait. Do, Never uh, mind. We'll wait. Yeah, that'll be on. John news. should put that in the news next week. Yeah, yeah. Some breaking news that, that'll, that'll be on be next week's big, show. The one I mentioned to you. Uh, during oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Between the segments, that mm-hmm. needs to be in there. Sure, you. Got I it. will hunt down the news division. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens, folks. And apparently, Lil Wayne got unmasked. Yeah, he did. He was. I and you know what? I am proud to say I called it. Did you really? Because I heard him sing when I went to Bonnaroo one year. And it was god awful. And the moment he started singing on this, he was doing uh, "Are You Going My Way," uh, Lenny Kravitz, old Lenny Kravitz there, and it was so awful. I was like, "That's Lil Wayne. That's so Lil Wayne." And another news: if you live in the South, it's going to rain until Friday. Yeah, and then it's going to be really nice this weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Okay, that I think it. That's it, man. Yeah, we're good. Okay, this has been episode 241. So that's like 241. Hey, you know how many away that is from 250? Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Next week's the palindrome. Uh, <laughs> if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, and you will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday. Yeah, that's what a palindrome is. It's where it starts with a two or like one number, and there's something in the middle, and then it mirrors it on the other side. So two four two goes the same either way. There you go. Uh, whoa right uh anyways uh but yeah if you subscribe you'll get a new uh, uh episode just like this one every wednesday my mind just went blank i want to point out actually while we're talking about podcast hosts i recently discovered on um on what you call on on iphone there I, 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 I don't know i don't know 
on Apple. I don't know if it's on Androids. That's why I'm the saying Apple like, phone yeah. paired with the iWatch. <laughs> Uh, on iPhone, I always thought the only one that the only ones that were out there were Stitcher and um, and of course Apple Podcasts, right? The mm-hmm. the app. Um, there's one called I believe it's called Overcast, and we are on there by default because it just picks up on RSS feeds. I like it because it always updates all the show art for whatever podcast you're listening to, and I just think it also it lays everything out a little bit better. Uh, so, you know, if you're looking for a good clean one that is on Apple might also potentially be on, uh, Android, go look it up. Let me know if it is. Uh, that's one I would recommend personally. I deleted the podcast app for, for Apple on. Yeah. Once I got, I was like, Oh, I don't need this anymore. I didn't know you could delete it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know until I held down. I was like, Oh, there's a little X. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, Oh, there's some apps you can't down that can't take off the. Bet. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, if while you're there, wherever you do listen to us, make sure you give us a rating. Helps people find the show. Sean appreciates it. I do very much. Yes, not John. John hates it. Um, <laughs> if you want to join our conversations, make sure you check out our Discord. Hit us up on Twitter. Thoughts and prayers, or even think about hitting us up on Facebook if you want to make me you didn't dig do through. Thoughts and prayers this week. It was weird. Thoughts I know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Oh my uh, god! And if you are worried about things, make sure you send your thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to it's Sean. Thank you. <laughs> uh, make sure you check out the Oscars this week, and 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 so that me and Punkhead have some people to talk to besides each other about these things. It, it's been a, like a nice discovery. Me and him, like we're like we like things yeah. together. You know, we like similar things. Uh, but stay anyway. away from Punkhead. He's mine. <laughs> He belongs to me. Wait, did Goldberg get arrested? Oh, oh yeah. you're talking about, oh, yeah. Did you see that picture? No, Bill Goldberg really got arrested? <laughs> oh, wait. He got arrested, too, besides Mighty Ducks Goldberg? I, well, it probably is Mighty Ducks. I'm, and yes, have the you reason, not seen this? The reason this got brought up, people, is because I just went into our Discord, and yeah. I'm checking it out. So, Oh, my Lord. You could be here and see this, too. You want to see meth in a picture? Check out this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how old are you guys? Are, are you 40? Yeah. Uh, yeah, ish. You'll be like, yeah. right? He's 41. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is weird. Yeah. Man, don't do meth, folks. Um, <laughs> That's nice. For the children. That's <laughs> it. I put that out there. Uh, until next time, though, I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. <laughs> game on, John. What? <laughs> I said game on John Game on Sean Game on Chris Game on Johnny Bear <laughs> Your mom's bark. It's creepy so, this week I don't understand <laughs> I don't <laughs> It's fine Peace out everybody Don't laugh